It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know. Steve likes the weed. Steve likes the weed. Talk about DMT. The DMT. Hoosier Sophisticated Show. The Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Hoosiers with the drinks. Sophisticated blasphemy. It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show. Question all the things that you know So let's set our minds free for the singularity It's the Hoosier Sophisticated Show The Hoosier Sophisticated Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, sentient artificial intelligence, flora and fauna alike, to the Hoosier Sophisticate Primetime Show. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? I'm going to just do this real quick. Real quick, like, I'm I'm going to go on. Who moved it? Steve-O, what a week, bud. What a week, bud. See this? I'm still dressed like Superman, bud. I'm still dressed like I got the S on my chest, bud. I got I'm to hang out with good. a lot of superheroes this weekend. Popo! We've heard people are calling each other bud now. It's spreading through... Uh, what, did, what did we start? How? how Hyler how? Hyler how started something, bud. Saskatoon. <laughs> oh, bud. Hey, bud. Yeah, what a week. What a week indeed, buddy. Yeah. I, um... Well, let's give it to him. You know, we were doing a morning show. Uh, last, last week was the, the second week of our morning show. You can show. handle that now. We got, um, <laughs> we got kind of a lot thrown on our schedule We've had two at, the weeks. Last, at the last second. We've had two weeks uh, of our morning show? We did. We have. What? We have. Now, last wow. week was a bit shortened. Uh, but, um, you know what, bud? We were feeling sorry for ourselves for a second there. Oh, I was just waking up. You saw my show on Wednesday or Thursday. It was Thursday. Like, you were just poopy. I woke up and all it was, that was your morning poopy. motivation. My my morning motivation was fuck it, man. <laughs> Nothing matters. Nothing matters anymore. I just can't do it anymore. You wonder if anything you're doing is having any impact on any impact having yeah, any like impact. Put the on emphasis anybody. on the wrong yeah, syllable. It's weird. It's weird. You wonder sometimes, though, am I doing enough? Am I getting through to these people? Am I? I'm giving my all. I feel like is it enough? Mm. Is it? Yeah. No. I sit there and I go, no, I don't want to get up this morning, stupid. Then you start to think. That was Thursday just morning. Just a little bit about other people. Just a little bit, kind of put yourself in other people's shoes. Still wasn't getting it until the universe said, oh, you simple bastard. Do you want to see what's really going on in the world and what you've helped accomplish and create? Like, it's okay to say, yeah, you helped do this, bud. Take a little bit inside, okay, Papa? Yeah, Papa. You can put some inside of here. You can put some of that love back inside here. You can take it in. You don't always have to just give it all away. Because that's what I thought. You just give all this energy away yeah. all the time. Sure. It'll kill you, man. It kills you inside. You got to let them good, warm, sunshiny rays of happiness inside of your body, inside of your bones. You know, that's what people are talking about when they talk about sunning their anuses, you know? Yeah. That's, what talking, that's what they're talking about. Uh, okay. okay, guys? Okay. So the universe, uh, 
the universe taketh, the universe giveth away, the universe is just a, the universe don't fucking care about us, really. We don't matter, but we are all that matters sometimes. To see how we've had journeys and we've had conversations where it seems like there's some sort of magical psychedelic place after this one we know these are just meat bodies and this is not all it we've seen other things we've heard the preachers we've heard the people we've heard everybody tell us about what this after place is like and how special it's going to be and we think we know maybe we don't know maybe we do to see people come together and love and not even think too much beyond that a whole city of Park Hills rallied around a, a four-year-old little girl and her family. An entire town rallied, lifted up. This family's been carrying this rock around with them for a long time, man. The heaviest one. And they've been helping other people carry theirs. And that whole freaking town, that whole town was outside helping them carry that rock, that rock that day, man. Helping carry the load, dude. And it was one of the most powerful things I have ever had the privilege of being a part of. I am so privileged yeah. to know my can of fam. I am privileged to know the Matthews. I am privileged to know their strength because it has forever changed me. I'll make it about me. It changed me, Craig. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fired up as I've ever been. I was low as I've been in a while. Yeah. And now I'm, I feel like I'm back. I'm invigorated. Big things are happening this week. Yep. Big things are happening yep. in the world. Like, let's go. Yep. Let's pack a lunch and go to lunch. <laughs> yeah, brother. Pack a lunch and go to lunch. That's what old Clark Kent says. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Pack a lunch, go to work. I forgot you had a Clark Kent. an idiot. What a weekend we had with Aiden's uh, too, man. That's, I guess that's where we're going to, you know, what you're getting at. Like, on Thursday, I could see it. It was also... The weight, uh, you know, the sorrow that was attached. We to, love you, Samantha. We do love you. The sorrow that was attached to this story is, I mean, it's a big thing. Like it's a, it's a it's notion. A, sorrow. It's a thing that you don't get to opt out of when you when you say, "Hey, I love this person as yeah. one of my own." I love and all your funny you, parts. You, yeah, and when you when you love, that's the thing. Is like I, we can be here to crack the jokes and and ha keep a community so. laughing and, and and even in times of distress, but also like the the. The part that makes us feel most human. I love the shared laugh. I love the language of laughter. But also, when you can be a shoulder for a family to cry on. And walking out of Aubrey's uh, uh, service was a powerful, powerful moment. Uh, the pastor did a great job. You and I, we convened in the parking lot and we're like, oh, <laughs> that's this is what we do. Yep. This is what we do. So fast forward a little bit. That kind of gets thrown into our Friday. We had already had uh, plans to travel to Springfield for the Aiden's Alliance Superhero Fundraiser, which was awesome. I had a blast. I had a, I really, truly did. I said it a few times on the broadcast that night. Like, if Ashley picks up the phone and says, I need milk, I'll drive to Springfield and bring I'll it be to like, her. Ashley, there's got to be someone. Ashley, there's grocery stores there's close to There's got to be someone you know who's closer than me. a gallon of milk without I'm in St. Louis, Ashley. I will. But I will do it. Oh, yeah, I will, but I'm going <laughs> to let her know there's probably better options than me. I always You're putting do. me out, Ashley. Yeah, come on. What's up? Um, but, you know, when she, when she asked us to do this, uh, when they reached out to us about the Superhero Fundraiser, I was geeked from the first moment that they asked. And um, being able to go down there and take part in that after we had uh, an experience at Aubrey's funeral, 
you and I, we were already kind of feeling the wind picking us back up. It was like Aubrey said, no, 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 boys. We haven't That's even, exactly how you I just felt. Got the, you just received the kickoff, guys. This game ain't over. It just started. And that's how it felt to me. I was like, oh, okay. We've got to find all of the great – it's not hard to find it. All of the great things that are happening around this show and around this community. It is not hard to find mm-hmm. if you just, just kind of take a look at what's going on. It doesn't exempt us from feeling. It doesn't no. exempt us from the hard no. things. So we go down to spread. Uh, John know, and Sam have we, lifted we my got, sails. We again, got man. Uh, we got note that we might. Uh, there may have been a chance for legal cannabis Friday morning. We got a little inside scoop on that. We were going to be there for that. Didn't work out. Turns to Saturday morning. We we got plans, bud. We're traveling across the state. One of the biggest uh, m- news moments. Uh, the thing we've started. been looking forward to since this whole thing started, to be honest, yeah. like the thing I've been as far as looking uh, for producing me. a piece of media. <laughs> well, me just I, I thought the first legal sale when I got this stupid tattoo on my ass, Craig. Which you were, <laughs> I knew he was too excited about it from the very beginning. I was like, he's too excited that I'm getting this stupid tattoo on my ass. That I, I don't go into what I was all associated with that. Okay, bud? But I was waiting for this moment. It's the pinnacle. It is it. It's the. It was supposed to be this moment yeah. where it's like, we did it. My priorities like, changed. Uh, um, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. And weed was going to be cheap and everybody who was giving it out was going to be like these beautiful people who have flowers in their hair. We're going to do it. It's not like that. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Everyone who knows the business. Everybody in the business knows what's happening, Craig. They all know what's happening with everything going on. And I started to feel sorry for myself that morning. And then I was like, oh, man, of course I'm going to miss fucking doing nice things for people. Really pays off. They're going to let a weed fucking go stupid. And I'm like, oh, God, you're the worst. I'm the worst person inside, really. I do have moments where I'm like, really, that's what's it. That rattles around your head. I just have a lot of thoughts going on in my head. Look, and I realize that it comes down to choices. I may feel one way. I feel sometimes I feel the exact opposite of the way I feel of something while I'm feeling it. In one way, I'm like, this is the fucking worst. And in the other part of my brain, I say, but you know what? This is the fucking best. And it's a weird dichotomy. I've just learned that it is choices. Like the bike ride. It's like, this is fucking horrible. But man, we're doing something good for somebody. Mm-hmm. So you have these. It's like yeah, it can be both things at the same time. Sure. It is the worst, but it's all. It also can be the best. And the feeling when we hit 10G, and when we just getting around Ashley and feeling her family's energy is always a big pick me up. So for seeing her and Holly the night before was huge. Yeah, it was just a huge deal. Yeah. And while I was disappointed to a certain extent that I couldn't be there, that me, me, me couldn't be there for Mm -hmm. that moment. Bullshit, dude. And then Ivan caught a fish in his uh, Captain American costume Mm -hmm. and everything settled in. I was like, oh, you're sitting here with your best bud, your best gal, his best gal, the family, Captain America's catching fish. (laughs) Yeah, you're missing a moment right now. Okay, you fucking petulant bitch yeah. <laughs> that's what i said to myself well, I, i'm sorry i'm, I'm sorry, sorry if i was putting that in your brain yeah you did I, that i was definitely you planting i was yeah, definitely yeah, thinking it well I, every time i have a bitch fest craig just said i can see how your head works craig has whenever i hit a bitch fest craig is always like um 
Here you go, bud. I'm yawning. <sighs> There's, there goes Steve again. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Right. Look, right. look. Right. There's nothing wrong with, we have this idea, and this is something I kind of want to get through to my kids too. Like, we have this idea. People always ask us questions like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And like, that's such a big question for such a long time ahead. And, and then it's, what do you, uh, you know, what's your big audacious goal for the, in the next 10 years? What's your big audacious goal for the next year? What is it that you want to do? Uh, what's that big plan? And here's the thing. People start getting married to an outcome of, of how things are supposed yeah. to be. Yep, yep, right? yep, yep. And that That's applies what I was. To, to someone you're married to. I was to an married outcome. to. I was going to be there. And for the now first game I look sale. back. I kind of had a chuckle to myself leaving the event because we hit. Uh, uh, it was a hearty chortle. <laughs> <laughs> it was a chortle. Yeah. Uh, chortle as my I was, balls. As I was, as I was <laughs> leaving the fundraiser. Yeah. And we got to our goal of ten thousand dollars. Hell big. Hell big. Big. Hell big. Got real Hell big for us, bud. Who's in the his name from the mountaintop after I milk him. Look, and I I had a laugh to myself because, you know, and Miss was like, what are you, what is it that you're thinking right now? And I'm like, well, you know, I suppose if the feeling that I have right now is the currency that I'm paid, then I will have looked back on all of this as time well spent, time honorably spent. Like, this makes up a big portion of who I want to be in this world, like uh, of, of the life I'm trying to lead, which is just helping however I can. Let me give you a helping hand. I have to be able to place real values on that. And sometimes <clears throat> we let the, the mundane in and out of, of everyday life and the, the responsibilities attached to that and everything kind of muck up the situation. But at the end of the day, the big picture, the real currency, right, for me is experiences like this if i can fill my coffers with a, a range of, of, of experiences where i get to hang out with people that make me smile laugh feel love i can see that we're actually helping you know dude when we got to the ten thousand, seeing heidi and ashley say what we what the amount of patients we're going to be able to help with this that goes far beyond people that i'm ever going to see we can get one-on-one -on -one with people like the Matthews family, you know. Uh, we can and, and get behind little Adelie or uh, uh, Chance, you know. Like we're going to always have families that we go to in times of need. But we already also, found a new one. If we can find organizations like Aiden's Alliance that has the reach to be able to do that for multiple families at a time, uh, then I will have looked back on all of this as somewhat of a success. And, uh, and I just had a laugh to myself because I was like, you simple, dumb idiot. <laughs> you, you, you know, like you have, you're painted green. Yeah. I was painted green <laughs> driving my, mini, I'm the Hulk driving a mini Cooper. Uh, and I'm having a laugh to myself about, <laughs> about simple, the things I've simple, bastard. you stupid, simple idiot, uh, having a laugh to myself about how, <clears throat> you know, uh, you, we have these ideas of uh, what the outcome should be and what success is when we're constantly being surrounded by successful endeavors and charitable endeavors and things that I know are worthy of my time. That's the big thing is like, rather than place a monetary value on certain situations, cause I, dude, I, I've seen it. And I know that you've probably got plenty. Uh, uh, I'm sure you got plenty to be fired up, but I think we have a, uh, an interview later on with a pretty high power cannabis executive 
uh, later on in the show. Yep, finally got word to one of the, the high-ups here in the cannabis uh, game in Missouri. And this guy, he pretty much lays it out there. Like, everyone's having a... a hard time with prices and they're just having a hard time they're having a hard time in general and with life in general and this guy's going to come out here and he's going to show you guys uh he's going to tell you guys and show you guys just kind of what's what and who's who in the cannabis industry right now because things are wild we had our first dispensaries open prices are out of control uh some people are saying some things don't blame the dispensaries it's the cultivators it's all this different stuff um, so, you know, we're, we're going to get to the bottom of it with a guest a little bit later in the show. So let's read some of these comments. You want to? Sure. Go ahead. Mondays are for the Hoosiers. Happy Monday, friends, says Angie. Uh, Lee says Monday are for the Hoosiers. Hello, lovers. Here we go, says Mike Ote. Go ahead and show him the cockpit if you want to, Seth. Uh, Seth and Mike uh, are here. Uh, we're watching from the cab of a combine tonight. Our sponsor, there he is. Share this thing out. Hello, Always everybody. Work. Great to see you here, brother. Love Ricky Starling. Hey, hey Rachel, what's up? Um, Annie Myers says, "What's what a vibe." Uh, same one that caught fire yesterday. One of Denison's combines must have caught fire. I don't know if everybody anybody's seen the movie Camp Nowhere, but they will get this reference if they have. Number three, <laughs> turbines out of alignment. A scene from that movie. If anyone's seen Camp Nowhere, they'll understand that. Is that, even Lloyd, is that our buddy that. Andrew Lloyd. Keegan? Oh. He didn't say that line. Mud said that. But line. he was. But in he's it, in it. Our yeah. buddy Andrew Keegan is Our in that Andrew movie. Keegan he's the man. He's a big it. fan of the show. Great timing. The game just ended. What did the Chiefs do? What did the Chiefs? Maybe don't tell the, the people. Maybe they don't want to. Maybe they DVR. I want to know. Okay, Seth wants to know. Go ahead and throw Seth that out there. Uh, Tabitha Seth Norton's here. Says right on. Sophia says she's excited. Uh, the background Seth is wants dope. To know so he can be all that and more. You're getting good. The sweatshirt is see-through. Uh, Samantha did say she loves us. Is that what you're talking about? That one? It's yeah, not oh, yeah. Um, Hey, Hoosiers. Matches the background, the shirt. They're not understanding what's going on he's here. Like <laughs> he's an urban He's an urban they don't Walk get down it. that they hallway, Steve. If you want to see what Steve's shirt like, look at Mike's shirt. Yeah. Don't shut up. Don't do that. Um, oh, man. They could actually design some cool shirts for the show with designs and bits of green so it matches the background while they record. Damn it. Don't give away that? our secrets. I love Stop telling our secrets. Tell us how to do what we can do. Um, Samantha Matthews, what is up, girl? Um, Grace Johns is watching. Um, we got... Aubrey would want you guys to keep changing lives. That's, oh, that's what I was well, talking about. I guess what? Uh, Aubrey's warrior spirit, bud. Yeah. The Aubrey, fact that even the preach was like, well, the preacher was like, hey, she didn't like most people and she didn't like me. I'm like, oh man, I wish I had some time with a little girl for a little while because I know I could have won her over. I love people like that. Well, because I got the story. To, then you I'm got the story to, about Hari Rama. Oh yeah, she she said it. John said it was funny. When uh, she thought it was funny when I danced to Harry Ram or whatever, and that's just Steve funny. was like, "I'm gonna keep." That. She did. I know. I'm gonna, okay, dude. That one. I, that is something I yeah. swear to God I yeah. will hold on to yeah. until the day I pass. And dude. I'm like, "Oh yeah, remember that? Someone thought you were entertaining." <laughs> I can die happy <laughs> at that point. I know but her going. warrior spirit, bud, has forever invigorated my soul. Like. Let's go. Let's no keep doubt. going. Let's no keep doubt. helping patients. I still feel like we should be 
in, in, in a, a mode where we're raising money again. What is it called? You guys inspired me two years ago to be a Thank part you. of the community. I wouldn't be here sharing info without you two. Thank you guys for caring truly for patience with no BS. I love you guys. We love you, Ricky Starling. Oh, Angie, Ricky Starling. Uh, Angie Kessler wants a Aiden's Alliance hoodie. We can probably make that happen. Just get in touch with our friends, Aiden's Alliance. Annie Myers is hanging out, watching the show. Spencer's listening in the background, probably finger-picking on a guitar, singing her little love songs. Oh, Randy Sloss is watching. My stepdad is watching this show. Randy, you should check <laughs> out the brickwork at the house that we were at in Springfield oh, yesterday. Randy. The whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood. It was, was a Mason's wet dream. Different types of brick, different types of soldier, arches. You would have been... Let's just say you would have blown your load, Randy. Nice. Okay? Yeah. Let's just go ahead and say it. I'm glad my stepdad is watching this show. It's the first time yeah. ever. Yeah, because, yeah. Not he today. blows his load. I'm a Scorpio. Clay, Clay Stallings in the building. If you haven't been following Evolution Mag, they've been... The, They're documented. Evolution Mag, and I don't know if Chris is associated with Evolution Chris Mag. Chris is just everywhere. He, they're, th both of those dudes are traveling the, the uh, State. statewide... I almost said traveling the countryside. I guess that, yeah, that's that, that's kind of that's kind of true. They will follow the stories here in Missouri so that patients know what the hell's going on. Because right now it's medicinal, okay? This isn't a wreck thing. People are are getting medicine. We're standing in line for medicine. I am applauding that, that we have it for sale. I love every part of it, Craig. I do. I love it. It's so cool. We have it. It's like Amsterdam when I went in 2004. It's like, whoa, we do that now? I can't wait. That was 16 years ago. It's so cool. But also, I'm like... People are standing in line for medicine right now. Yeah. Something is gross. Well, that's just the nature of the Something beast. Something is gross. I don't think it... I think it's the nature of the beast with anything. But again, with cannabis, there's so much that... I just think it's so stupid that if aliens would come and, and document this process and they say, hey, let's study these people, what they're doing. Okay, they made a plant illegal themselves that grows and it'll help them. They made it illegal for just asinine reasons. Then they said, yeah, we're gonna legalize it, but also only the people who can pretty much get in the legalization game are kind of the people who were oppressing or at least had some sort of money or something. And that's how they, and now they said that there's not any cannabis in the state. So we have to come up with this rule called immaculate conception. And no one's bought and sold weed here before. It's not, that's not a thing. No one's ever had weed in Missouri before Immaculate Conception. We had to get some sort of magical way to get all of the weed inside of these imaginary borders inside. I feel like the aliens are just like, what's going on with these people? They're making, they're they're, 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 instead of running a sprint, we've put a bunch of hurdles in the way Steeplechase, for bro. no reason. What have we been doing? So when you look at it in a big picture, it's a fucking joke. Cause give Denison and a couple other farmers as much, just fuck the regulation of all of it. Say, yeah, no, this is medicine. We need as much as we can testing facilities. We need you up and running as quick as these growers get their stuff growing. I don't care about anything else because this is medicine. I don't care about, oh, do you have your store in order? Are you near a school? Did you do all that? We've come to an agreement that it's saving lives I don't Papo, like the that it's saving lives. We went to Aiden's Alliance. We get to see those moms every fucking time we do something. We say, 
Yes, Stephen Craig, it has saved my, my kids, kids are here lives because of cannabis. And it is helping people with cancer. The biggest killer, the biggest like I feel bad because I swear the the t-shirt industry is propping up the fucking cancer ward. Every time you see all these shirts they're like pray for the cancer thing. I'm like we, we should have shirts to say get cannabis legal to people. Like I am fucking so my brain is rattled from thinking about everything in a new light now. I'm trying to rethink all of the things that I thought before because it was kind of like, yeah, wear the Look, ribbon and Sujin G. Komen and the NFL wears pink and everything's cool and everything's cool. Then you start to dig down deep and you don't want to be this wild conspiracy theorist guy, but you're like, oh, Dr. Cristina Sanchez from the University of Madrid says cannabis can cause uh, uh, cancer cells to commit suicide and kill themselves, if, bless you, in the cleanest way possible. And when we have to facilitate RSO to patients because they still don't have it. Because guess what? They're on a fucking clock. They're on a clock where they're gonna die standing, if they don't get this shit. Standing at a four-year-old girl's graveside with her grieving father and seeing another young couple, probably in their 20s, maybe early 30s, come up to them, give them their love. What a fucking John thing. John takes a second, turns to us, and says, oh... Uh, this is Journey's parents. Uh, I wanted to introduce you guys. John's holding space for them as he stands six inches from his daughter's coffin. And he says, these people came together to help us out and to see how much those two couples meant to each other. Oh. And John said, I remember what it was like when we got the news and there was a, uh, there were parents before us that were there to hold space for us. So we're get, just getting to talk to them and being able to look they got the news and john knew instinctively what the news was for these parents because they had been through the hospital before and the dad says john just comes up to me and gives me the biggest hug and says you know i'm here for you bud i didn't know him didn't know anything that's the type of people we're dealing with man and we can raise those people up we can raise each other up and that's what i want to do brother yeah, yeah, i want to raise them up i want to raise these people to the sky man yeah like let's do it because right now and i'm i'm a little we've already went over it i'm a little child okay so it's hard for me to not get totally negative on everything look yeah. i would be singing a different tune if i was a cultivator or a dispensary look, if i was vertically integrated i would i'm just that type of this guy. is the I'm way petulant. i look at it this is a this is a step People always say, well, it's a step in the right direction. It, it literally is. There, there, There is no moment. There was never going to be a moment where it was like, lights on. Every dispensary has cannabis, and they're open today. But that's that the was thing. There was so anything. much weed already in this state. Well, I know. Look, and that's look. You, you, that's fine. That's fine. But, to, but by the rules, by their legal rules, first off, uh, the, there's... The, the anger is misplaced. The dispensaries are not gouging anybody. The dispensaries paid a premium for wholesale product, and they're passing that along at a pretty fair price. When you look at it, I mean, they were showing $60 eighths after tax, 67 and change. It's expensive. I get it. But you know what? In Illinois, on their recreational side, and I don't want to, I don't want to compare to other states because I just think it's ridiculous 
you know, that, 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 that is the standards. Like, well, this is what you pay in other recreational states. This is what you pay in other medical states. Yeah, well, there's already a determined market. And so people that are like, you know, the, the government officials that are like, hey. Well, if you're uh, going to draw you the know, line there, draw it anywhere you want. If you're going to draw the line of that's a farce, that it's two different prices in two different places, the whole thing is a fucking well, farce. Well, it's, it's not even that. My thing is, is like. I was never going to be upset about the first sale or the price of weed for the first week, the first day. It is a, it's a novelty. And what it is... Not for some people. I know. No, I get it. And and I I understand that. And I'm not, you know, uh, uh, making light of anyone else's uh, uh, shortcomings or anything like that. But it is simple. Well, we'll talk to Danny Diamonds about it. But, (laughs) but, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, like there's only so much. Blame it on the state. There's only there's only a couple of cultivators making medicine for all these, and they can't give just a little bit to every place because that's not going to serve anybody. That's not going to get. I mean, it's going to barely get anything out there, and it's probably what it would do is make the prices even higher. So there was going to be a camera crew moment for the news cams for anybody else where it was like, this is the first sale in Missouri. Sure, you can only do that if it funnels into one place, and honestly. I'm mad at the dispensary for paying more and probably making less off of it than what other dispensaries were probably anticipating. And I'll tell you why. Because of what it costs, what it costs just to advertise anything. Right there, that money spent for a dispensary, uh, in this case, In Bliss, was the first one to the market. Everybody else, you were close. Good try. InBliss was the first one to bring cannabis to market. They paid a premium for it. I asked John Hunt that. Who was the first to market? No one knows. No one knows. No one knows. No one knows. So anymore. that's fine. Yeah. They, they can capitalize, for a while, they can cap, they can capitalize yeah. on that for a short moment yeah. and, it, and they paid a premium to do it. Yep. Figure that as advertising money okay. because you can't advertise anywhere else. So advertising Inbliss, medicine, though, Inbliss, sounds so dumb to me. I, I'm with you, except every commercial we've ever seen on network TV is advertising medicine. And we're only two, only one of two countries in the world that allows yep. that to happen. Yep. And, which is fucking well, insane. Well, and the we're crazy all, thing is, is that you can't advertise a medicine that is not going to kill anybody and actually has a chance of curing yeah, cancer. You can't advertise you can't that. Advertise. Nope, we went so over that three years ago at the I'm Super Bowl. At, I'm, look, I'm just trying to find some perspective in this. Yeah. I'm like, if I was running a dispensary and I had it in the budget, I couldn't pay um, I couldn't pay an amount of money to get this much press with my name in it that, no. that uh, to, to any advertising outlet. I couldn't do it. I sell advertising. We sell advertising. I couldn't give you we that. We give it dollar. away. Yeah, we give it away. We that. give it away to Hellbig. <laughs> we gave a lot away to Hellbig. It gives me a little... You threw it out there. I go, I, we, we both... I said words, and usually I got a time to look at you and bounce it off. And then you were like, a good we, idea? Were, we did yeah, it, we did it live on here the air. on this thing. Uh, I understand why it was done. Yeah. Now, on the flip side of that, if the cultivator wanted their name in the news, and I don't think that they do. I don't think the they do. are changing kind of often. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't necessarily want their name attached to that particular quality of can I'm not talking shit just throwing it out there you know uh if they really wanted to to capture the news cycle about being first to have their weed sold at market then one thing they could have done was honor a really reasonable low wholesale reasonably low wholesale price and get it to 10 dispensaries so t- so 10 different areas uh, uh were getting it but guess what someone came in and said I want my dispensary's name to be the one that everybody's saying for the next 2 weeks there's value in that it's frustrating as hell from a patient's uh perspective however the prices even after paying that premium 
prices were pretty fair. When it's going to get fucking weird, okay, is when the prices stay in an eighth and they're not spending four grand a pound. When it goes back down to almost two thousand dollar pound, is the is the immediate market prices going to reflect that? Doubt it. What? Here's two questions. Could the cultivators have sold it for less? Oh, 100 percent. Could well, I mean, we're speculating what dispensaries paid wholesale based on what other dispensary owners have. We've had multiple multiple reports that they were deals for seventeen hundred dollars a pound. Uh, almost eighteen, I think it was seventeen ninety five. Okay. Right. Okay. Fine. Now it's forty five hundred. Yeah, I don't have that. So I, let, let me. But, but the let people, me, I got on pretty good authority from a few people that that was kind of the handshake deal. Yes. Okay. So just under two grand. Okay. Uh, for a wholesale pound. Yeah. And now I don't know what Embliss played paid, but I do know that a lot of uh, dispensaries were outbid. Sure. Right? That, so that, so the that cultivator also goes in line with so what the, they were told they could pay. Cultivators the sitting there and they're just receiving calls. You think from dispensaries? Yeah, I think that they were making calls. I I think that there was a definite, uh, I mean, listen, that that wasn't the only cultivator making calls. Everybody was trying to get their medicine, to get it tested as quickly as possible, to be able to go to the dispensaries and say, okay, I got that deal for you right now. It was a race. It was a lot of moving parts. So, yeah, is, is the cultivator calling? Absolutely. They're probably sitting there at the lab waiting for them to say, good. And as soon as they do, okay, we got it. Auction's up. Okay, now, could have all of the dispensaries formed some sort of alliance and said, we refuse together because I realize they have bills to pay as well, right? They have to. But all these other dispensaries aren't going to get product for a while and they're going to be just fine. If they could have all formed a damn alliance and said, this is medicine, pal. This ain't sandwiches. This ain't Coca-Cola. This isn't candy. This is medicine. I'm with the market in any other way, but I think it's a sham that we're all going to dance around and say, yeah, this is medicine. We're getting medicine to people. We're going to do it. The first person in line just so happens to be this guy for this thing and this publicity stunt. Here we go. Here it is. It's medicine, guys. It's not a commodity. It's not something that people are just like, Oh, you know what? I'll get some. Some people are like that. They just need some for a little bit. Okay, cool. We have seen people's lives destroyed without it. We've seen people's lives destroyed with it by getting caught. But we've seen the quality of people's lives go through the roof whenever they get a hold of some quality medicine. Look it up. You'll be amazed. If you go to projectcbd.org right now, It'll tell you all of the studies on just CBD alone. And now I'm sure it's getting to THC level. It's one of the most studied plants in the history of humankind. Except they'll say, well, there's not enough good studies to go around because most of the studies were funded to find bad things. The study ended up finding pretty nonchalant science. Like, wow, it didn't fucking kill this guy. Oh, well, don't we don't need to talk about that let's not talk about that it did have some anxious properties and okay this is a medicine and right now i feel like archimedes and solas solas i met with those people we met with those you did? people yeah i met with them seth i sent some pictures over to you craig claims he never met the soul house people did you get those pictures i sent Mm-mm. 
Okay, well, I send them to the computer. You're not quite Jamie from, uh, from <laughs> Joe Rogan. From Joe Rogan yet. <laughs> but here, I got these right here. Let's see, let's see if Craig can explain himself. I hold these. Hang on, bud. I'll pull it up. Oh, explain yourself, Craig. What do we got there? Oh, who are you meeting with here? Uh, a really who gentle, loving man. And who? Clay Stallings looks pretty good there. Who are these? Oh, look at that. There it is, people. There it is. That's Craig shaking hands with the devil. No, I'm joking. That guy was great. He was the best. That guy was great. Look, man. I was talking about swimming in creeks with that guy. I've been to Archimedes. I saw the whole thing. I don't know what we were doing there, to be honest with you, Mike. I have no clue because we got invited by Clay. God love him. I'll probably get all these people in trouble because I just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> Jesus. I am on the deal where I am fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm at my bottom core, whatever I got to do to get people medicine. And I'm ruffling feathers. And I'm sure in about three years, I'm going to be like, you shouldn't have went so hard, Steve. It burned a lot of bridges. Maybe. I don't know. I hope people understand where my heart is at for this shit. You know what I mean? We went and checked out Archimedes. Halfway through the thing, Let's just say it right now. I didn't get a f good vibe at all from old boy. I got a nice vibe. The, the guy you're shaking hands with, I like that guy. Great dude. Um, not Mike. I forget what his name is. Um, but the other people there. Yeah, not feeling it. I just wasn't. Uh, and, and not to say that someone isn't like me. I don't really uh, respect them. I don't really do that. I saw dollar bills in their eyes when they were talking about cannabis. I saw the hunger to be first to market. I saw all of these things that I do not see at an Aiden's Alliance event, that I do not see at MoCan BizCon when I'm conversing with the uh, people that I know have uh, impacts with patients in their own personal lives. And maybe that's what it takes for a lot of people to see the impacts made. But I think about all these people, the Archimedes people, the dude rolls up in a Mercedes fucking G-Wagon, just like out of my league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's just, and God love him. I yeah, love people like house. that. I love people like that. I love all types. Are you showing them right now? There we go. There, Craig claims he never met these people. But you can see, we got video and video <laughs> and video and video of all this stuff. Maybe we'll release it. I don't know. I, when I was watching it today, I felt like I was watching the Zabruder film again. I was like, oh, my God, what kind of footage do I have here on my phone? I don't even know what's going on. And we were mic'd up. There's a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff, I think, man. I don't even know anymore. Okay, we got stuff. We just have video footage. Um, but meeting them and seeing what kind of, eh. But you understand that that's part of the market. That's part of the deal. You need those people to come in here and invest some money, I think. I don't, I'm not smart enough to understand any of that business aspect of it because, like I said, I'm here sitting here dreaming about an alliance. You know what I think? Dreaming I'm, about an alliance between the dispensaries. Like, yeah, hey guys, let's all work together. Yeah, to get to, let's all work together to get people medicine. Yeah, can we? I think we can. I don't think I'm an idiot look, for thinking that. Look, that's not, okay, here's the thing. The market's going to do what the market does. Here's what everybody at home gets to participate in and realize. And we were talking about it on Saturday night down at what is going to be a dispensary that said, hey, we'll get the product when we get the product. We hosted a fundraiser for Aiden's Alliance. If you want, if you want to see a more um, empathetic industry, guess what? There are organizations like them that are putting people in contact with caregivers. They're helping them get their cards. They're helping lower-income families get access to this medicine. The market, they can contribute to that. By running it through a funnel like that. That's what, and I'll tell you what, still right now, I think it's Aiden's Alliance at gmail.com. 
If you're in the market, if you're a licensee, maybe you missed the event the other night. It's possible you're busy. It's a Saturday night. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on. Maybe you didn't see it. But if your company wants to get in front of uh, some community first Yeah, where, where action, are they? Donate some money. Where, that's my, that was the next if, thing If I was that's what say. you want to do, there's an organization that's a 501c3, which is just music to a good businessman's ear. You got you to gotta donate a little bit of dough. You got to do it to a worthy cause and help yourself out with taxes. Aiden's Alliance is your play. You can PayPal them. Aiden's Alliance at gmail.com. They won't even be mad if you do it right now. If you're a licensee, right you can say, hey, you can call up Ashley Markham anytime. And you say, <clears> hey, <throat> Ashley, what is it that my company can do for yeah. Aiden's Alliance? Because you uh, allowed this. You put the entire state on your back, on your kid's back. Wonder Boy. On, 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 little, a on little Aiden's back. Yep. You put the whole state on his back. This was the one thing that with all of the infighting, we could all agree that we could get behind. If you're in the business, if you got a license, that's how you can spend your money. If you're somebody who's just a patient, like, man, there's more that can be done for patients. Cool. Whatever little bit you can donate, even if it's time, do it to Aiden's Alliance. Find you. There's, there's no shortage. No one's tried for wars of wars for cannabis. Uh, I mean, there is no shortage of, of places where you can make sure that people find this medicine. Uh, the market's going to do what the market do. And that's okay. That's okay in the beginning. It's not going to be like this forever. Hey, I we uh, should celebrate. Somebody I'm celebrating. In, somebody walked I'm in celebrating. and bought high H high THC cannabis. Yeah, because they've been selling cannabis. Cannabis has been while. sold been in dispensaries for, for just a little yep. while. Yep. Our buddy Dennison, he sold a native hemp. Oh, I, sorry. Oh, I don't know if he did, but <laughs> Uh, he, he's been growing just unbelievable cannabis. Oh, the best. Low THC best cannabis. Super CBD quality. Tastes great. Best looking CBD I've ever There's seen. been flour for sale in dispensaries. And a lot of people will be like, yeah, man, but that's like diet weed, man. It doesn't get me high, man. It still has medicinal properties. It still mm -hmm. supplants <clears throat> the, or supplements the, uh, the endocannabinoid system. Like, that wasn't the first cannabis sale in a dispensary. No, it was the no. first approved high THC cannabis sale at a dispensary and congrats to N Bliss for making it happen i'll give you congrats congrats to fresh green and kc today here's the world i want to live in buddy here is the big picture of the 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 colorful place that i want to live in the the old you know the, the children's cartoon um imaginary land that steve-o wants to live in bud i would love okay where's a big opportunity just like you said fresh green and Bliss got a big opportunity. I watched all of Clay's videos almost. I watched, uh, uh, we had uh, Elevate Holistics was online. Mm -hmm. We had a bunch Big of V. Ricky, Big V was there. Top we love show. those guys, VR and Zach. Mm -hmm. We love all those people. We love that it's They going got on. some Mad Men wrestling on that side Woo! of the state. The auto grow man. They got issues. I'm playing that later. They got issues, I Just man. to let you know. I we, hope so. We got that, a video that guy set. guy who drank the... the he's the, a oh, man he's man. amazing. He made the Mad Man look like just a simple guy who goes to the office. Yes. Made him look like a pumps the air. Yeah. Okay. I would have loved to see fresh green, and I challenge him right now to do this. I challenge fresh green, and I challenge uh, and bliss to when the cameras are rolling. When the cameras are rolling, and come out and say it right now. We're gonna give a a, a major a, some of our proceeds to the Canna Convict Project. 
because we know we're making money right now. <coughs> and actually, the dispensaries probably aren't. But maybe they hold other people accountable. It's time to hold people accountable in the industry because we can. We know where this shit came from. It's not hard to track it down. Scotty Rosenblum's daughter, who we didn't meet. What were they? Were we not meeting the big wigs at that? Were they just giving us the B team? Because I don't think they were. I think that was maybe a facade. If you ask me, from my position as a guy with a little fucking internet show, that looks like a big fucking facade. It looks, and I sound like a, I know, I know. Katy Perry's never showing up at my wedding. I get it, okay? I'm a poor person, and I'm mad about it. I get it. I get all that part of it. But also, I want to challenge people of affluence which many, 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 like reading about the gal from Fresh Green, gal seems like she's in it to win it, was part of the AIDS, uh, uh, volunteered with AIDS patients when it was first being legalized yep. in California. That's the, that's the beginning yeah. when they said, yeah, I think it helps with nausea for AIDS patients. That was the, the beginning yeah. of this shit. So if old gal has been there since the beginning and she's been getting medicine, you know what? I am open to it. I don't care how rich she is. She wants me to clean her pool naked? <laughs> I'll do it for an extra buck because I need it. I'm poor to reiterate that. <laughs> um, what do you got? You got something on the text line you want to go after, buddy? Uh, uh, no, I don't, don't want to go after anything. <laughs> uh, okay. I, like your, I like your saying for being poor. It's like, well, you know, Katy Perry's not exactly showing up to my wedding. <laughs> anytime. Is that a new saying? Jimmy Jones is right. It will become more affordable. I, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 It wouldn't okay, have okay, been priced okay, like okay, that if okay. the supply the okay. supply probably wouldn't have lasted a day. Not only that, but some don't realize how much it how much money it took to get the doors open at the dispensaries. Mm -hmm. Employees have to pay their bills too. And I get it. That's I mean that's, that's well the all. rest of them are fine. The rest of them are just going to wait in line to get their product. Well, here's the deal. Okay. But there, There's copious here, amounts of weed here right there's now. There's a trade off. Everyone go to their guy down the street or all these cultivators and say. I want everyone to grow as much weed as they possibly get can your everywhere they can. Don't, don't, get, don't do anything but grow weed. I will tell everyone right now, <laughs> grow as much weed as you can. Remember Mark Emery? Mark Emery was a guy who gave seeds away in Canada. And he <coughs> said, as one man, as one man, I can totally destroy everything the DEA has ever done to combat cannabis. One man, he says, I will give so many seeds away that you will never be able to stop me because it's a plant. It's not something that takes a lot to get. You're not occult mining. You're not mining for silver, bud. Yeah. You're just not, Craig. You're not mining for silver, Don't you Papo. Dare to. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll tell you. No, you're not. I'll go to Park you're, Hills, Missouri, uh, right now, one of the biggest mining communities the America's <laughs> ever seen, and I'm going to reopen the taps, bud. I'm going to be pouring silver out of there. Okay, I shouldn't have challenged you him. Ever he will challenge do that. me to mine? He, he will do that. I said, "Give me the gold." That's good. Oh, that was good. I, like that was good. I, liked it. I don't know. I'm just fired up, bud, because I am starting up. to rethink everything. And you have, and like I think Dennison said it earlier, Jason gets me fired up. Jason's a freak. I can't. You see, meet Jason, me and Jason and in like, room, you're, well, me and I Jason can't get you together. two together, dude. We gotta because apart from one another. It just, it's like this uh, combustible <laughs> gas and flame. <laughs> and it's like getting close. It's like the bridge to nuclear fire and the toxic waste dump. Then they're almost gonna, it's gonna destroy this entire Steve's in the middle with water, just yeah, like spraying, spraying a circle around him. 
Yeah, and guess what? I don't care anymore, bud. I'm telling everybody to grow as many plants as they can and give out as much oil as you can. We got people coming from California no, who are going to come to this state. No, we don't. State. Oh, yeah, we weren't supposed to talk about yeah. that. Drive-by healing. Steve Geeter, my dude. I'll put it all out there. I don't care tonight. He's got it on Instagram. You think I love Steve-O. Steve-O fucking gets it, guys. I'm over it. I don't care. I'm not strong enough to go to jail, so please, oh, I you're... hope that doesn't happen oh, to me. Oh, you're going to okay? get it. Okay, I am. I'm going to get it. I'm still scared. I won't say I'm not scared. You know, people are like, oh, I'm scared. I'm frightened as hell. <laughs> but I'm more frightened to go to another four-year-old's funeral that possibly, and you'd never want to think like, what if? But I wish there was this magical doctor that could have taken the, the Matthews family under their wing because when we introduced them to people at Mocan BizCon, we had to introduce them to other parents to tell them about dosing, to tell them about the yep. effects, to tell. We had to call on our banners of other parents who have had to do the same bullshit instead of this doctor coming over and saying, I can see inside your head. <laughs> but this other doctor saying, I have a diet for you. And if you dose in the morning and if you dose at night, you're going to get these effects. And actually, these high CBN flower plants, if you press those with, with the keef, you actually get a higher concentrate of medicine. So here, let's try this. We're going to do that. Instead of these parents having to not hide it from their doctors, but say it to their doctors and their doctors go, well, whatever you're doing, it seems like it's working. So keep doing it. Uh, 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 yeah, but we can't really tell you anything about it. I just want to know. There's enough anecdotal evidence there now of people's tumors melting away to where we have to get in there and start studying it. Cancer has become too much of a... Uh, an industry where we're just accepting of it. We just do the, the one month a year, we wear pink, we do our things. The NFL, uh, the MLB, we'll do this, we'll sell some jerseys. Hey, it's a whole fucking deal now. Cool, sounds pretty good. No, 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 no. Let's get rid of it. Let's, let's get it by our diet and let's get it by natural remedies like, like uh, cannabis. And let's legalize psychedelics while we're at it. Come on, buddy! Come on, God dang it, man! I'm on one! Maybe I'm you should show my declaration. Okay. It's like, you didn't think I was going to stop at weed, did you? That's cool. Hit us with that other cam. Seth. Steve Cam. If the words life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness... Don't include the right to experiment with your own consciousness, then the Declaration of Independence isn't worth the hemp it's written on. That's our guy. Terrence McKenna. That's our guy. <clears throat> I like it, bud. You got me fired up right now. I mean, you. And I get it. I applaud everything that's going on, but I also say, oh, I'm an alien, and you guys are all morons. Just heal your people. It's as simple as that. Well, you gotta go through this, and you gotta pay. You know what this, that felt you like? Get this, and a, you gotta do this. And gotta you gotta do that. You, you want to go to their, their I just, website? I just want right to tell now? you what it felt like. Are you ready for your morning motivation? You can't do anything.
It might not be morning, but you got me motivated, bud. I just want people to know. I just want people to know what I know, okay? Like the song Hit 'em Up Style sucks the biggest balls in town, okay? I hate oh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get to that a little bit. We're going to get in that. Um, I don't know. You wanted this date in history? You feeling it? I always love the Bundren well, Property you're gonna, Group. Your Bundren Property Group, this day in history. Bundren <laughs> Property Group. They're going to put you in a house, Steve. They're going to help sell your house. Yeah. They'll and put while you in the Pensmore Mansion. While you're, while you're uh, initialing on the dotted line, all those deals, Adam Bundren is going to personally give you uh, facts about this day in history. And on this day in history, in the year 480 AD, this one's really <laughs> going to get your, okay. get your, uh, your plums, bud. The Greeks defeated the Persians in a naval mm, battle at yeah. Salamis. Dude. Well done, boys. In the face. Well done. Take that, you freaking Persians. <laughs> oh, man, you can't say that. You can't say Persians oh, anymore. Oh, man. Uh, they're talking about kittens, right? Persian kittens. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> or Persian pussies, as I <laughs> Greeks rule. Greeks Persians rule. Persians can drink my piss. <laughs> Persian kittens. I'm sorry. I'm only 50% Greek. <laughs> I should not. You're a hundred percent hated by the Persians. Oh yeah, now. for sure. Yeah, That's 100%. fine. Xerxes can take my, okay. actually I was a big Xerxes guy. Steve, do you know about blue honey? Is that like a thing? Is that like blue waffle? I've thing? never heard of it. I love honey. I um, honey every day. Blue honey. I think Steve's had an experience or two with blue honey. Oh, is it blue honey? Is that what we're talking about? Queeve has anyway. Oh, Steve's had all sorts of experiences. I'm done. I'm done with Queeve. Hey, guys, newsflash. Queeve was just a thing I said to stay. Uh, you know what? Never mind. I'm too scared to go to jail. Yeah, That's Queeve's a dumb. I, I, I took it too far. Reel me in, okay? I'm, I'm losing my mind tonight, okay? <laughs> he, he spelled it out. He spelled it out. <laughs> he went ahead and spelled it out on there, so we're good. But yes. Uh... Yes, I have. Statue of limitations. <laughs> yes. Seven years ago. Whatever. We had some big news with the, the police, man. The police are starting to educate themselves. You know, you know they and people are educating them. And what was amazing. And I said that kind of like condescending asshole. No, the it, police are educating themselves. In the times That's of better. COVID, it was awesome too because they were like, don't stand, don't stand, don't stand so close to me. That was that was off key, I feel like. That was really fucking weird. <laughs> flat, you know, we flat. gotta be better than that. We're right? better than that. Come on. Alright, ready? Uh, every little thing she does is magic. Every little thing she turns me on. Anyway. Then, yeah, please go to break. The Shut your mouth over there, Mike. Listen. Mike. <laughs> Shut his mouth over there. Turn his mic the off. The police, uh, this was awesome. We had our friends. Jesus Lord Almighty. Have they been on? They've been on this whole oh, time. Oh Jesus. Jesus. Alright, listen. Uh, you were bringing up something important, and that is the police showed up. They come to a few different. Uh, it's been put on in a couple different dispensaries. Our buddy Josh Loftus. We're all in this together, and, and <clears throat> I believe uh, Craig Morton helped out a little bit. Uh, it was hosted at uh, Old Route sixty six oh, dispensary, and and, the, and the, it was a bunch of law enforcement showed up, and they said that at first it was a little, little tense, a little stiff, a little. Uh, like could, could use a little like heavyweights, the dance, the beginning of the heavyweights dance where they're like, they're like sitting there, and the girls yeah, on the other uh, side. Uh, yeah, they're like, "Come on, man, let's get in there and start dancing." Remember what song they played? Remember what song they played? I don't. <laughs> Me neither. 
<laughs> Look it up. I thought for sure you know, would pull I know, that. I, know, I, know. I thought for sure you would pull that. <laughs> don't stand. You, you believe in me don't too much sometimes with your deep pulls. I know. I know. You got that song you got that in the 14th scene you of Edward. You've not come up with that seven out of ten times. We're going to pull that up. Um, <clears throat> it's important that we educate law enforcement. It's maddening. They want to be educated. It is absolutely maddening that it's like that the state that isn't the first thing that they did in conjunction with the DHSS implementing the program implementation also actually like it greatly involves law enforcement surrounding it no thank you have you seen the DHSS opioid epidemic commercial where they don't I, mention cannabis every at all? time guys listen DHSS <laughs> runs an ad on Facebook almost as prevalent as Boy Scout <laughs> no nothing is as prevalent as that registering to vote I've been molested between I'm registering sure to vote Boy Scout abuse uh, and then it's the DHSS opioid epidemic. And every time it comes up on my feed, I get the opportunity to be like, I'm so excited to hear that you guys, yeah, I know that you guys are, are all about, uh, looking at the efficacy of psychedelics to treat opioid addiction. Like I, I, I just blast every one of their comments with it. Every, or every one of their posts with it. I really hope that Mo MMJ law becomes mandatory for law enforcement, it amazes me that it's not. It's, it's silliness. <laughs> it was so awkward to start, then they really loosened them up. Well, they got the old magic man, uh, our personal Willem Dafoe, Craig Morton, who's he's in there whipping up treats. <laughs> and this guy <laughs> makes treats like nobody's well, chef. He's just an unbelievable chef and baker. Oh, yeah, it was great cooking. He's unbelievable. Great cooking. And he cooked for these guys, and that's the way to a man's heart, through his stomach. Yeah, mm, you know, because mm, guys mean, like me things. gotta eat. Among other things, guys like me gotta eat some food. You know, man, I gotta eat one time a day. Get about two hundred calories. And we'll do right up and set them down, boy. Well, anything else in the industry <laughs> making you mad? Yeah, um, we can go to their <laughs> websites. I'll go to their websites right now and tell you how dumb these people are. Oh I'm just my kidding. God. I'm kidding. I'm. That was a joke. Everyone knows I'm kidding. Take me to the desktop, buddy. I actually like some of the people. I got thing. a bunch of people reached out to me because they saw me throwing a little wah fest. It was not um, I don't wah, know why wah, 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 No, that was more of a fest. You know, okay. yeah, because like it sounded a little porny. It did. It was weird. Time. It was weird. I don't know where and that now came it's from. It's kind of like a little baby. Crying. Okay, so I just wanted to show you guys this. So we got. Uh, I don't know if we can do this, since you got to acknowledge that you're 18 plus, and nobody had to do that for our. Oh, is that it? Yeah, maybe. You think we should get off here? Yeah. Oh, get, they get a free ad. Whatever. In Bliss. In Bliss is open. They got weed. Hold on. Do I really have to do I don't care. Um, shop online. This is what I just want to show. Resources. Education. Okay. What are cannabinoids? What is THC? CBD. That's the only thing they're giving you, right? Okay. That's the only thing they're I mean, giving it seems, you. seems... Nice. No, it seems ridiculous that that's all they're giving you. That's so dumb. And then here's Fresh Green. Let's look at their stuff. Patient resources. Let's see what you got for here. Oh, they have a, a copy of the thing where you can get your cards. So they can get you in the freaking door. Oh, and here's the DHSS well, website that's actually, stuff. That's all pretty pertinent information. Fine. Whatever. I don't care. For that stuff? That's a pretty solid tool. And here, oh, what do we got? Oh, we got Evolution and Mo Greenway on there. No, okay, I don't see Hooters Fiskin on there. Maybe that's why I'm pissed off. Maybe that explains it. Maybe that's why it explains I'm pissed off right there, Fresh Green. I don't know any of these people. I don't care. Okay, let's get out of here before I get all upset again. Ooh, yeah, baby. Hit us with that. We don't have that. I'll show. Hey, uh, 
It was a big. Uh, it was a big week for cannabis. It was a big week for the Hoosier Sophisticate family. And what's crazy is, is all of the big stuff that was happening within the family wasn't tied to what has been the biggest news of the cannabis industry in the last four years, right? Like, and I couldn't be bothered with it when I heard about. Like, when I was like, mm. you can't be bothered with like anything. Yeah, but I really can't when I when I'm gonna <laughs> go when I'm gonna go raise money for families that need it. I can't. Oh. I don't care. And not to mention, there's plenty of people covering it. Do a good job. Get, get a review. There's a bunch of people out there smoking it. Tell me how great it is. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like I like I want everybody to do that. We I, heard an awesome review today. Oh, oh, I don't remember. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, you do. How could you forget? It was so bad. Oh God. I'm sorry. I'm a hater. I'm just a hater on people, and that's my problem. I'm just gonna hate people who deserve it. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. No, I'm too. I'm done trying to please everybody, baby. I'm always like, please like me. I got bigger me. fish to fry, man. Uh, please like me. I'm over it. Guys, so, we're gonna run a commercial. On wait a minute. The, on the other side of the. Break, this is my gonna... livelihood. People liking me. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, start being more likable. Uh, on the other side of the break, um, Steve's gonna really be able to get the poison out of his blood <laughs> that he's been feeling about the cannabis industry because we're bringing in uh, the CEO. Dan and you're gonna Diamond. do uh, you're, let's do the Kershaw before the break. Okay, we got we, We're a sports show too. We are a sports show. Sports update. Uh, L.A. Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Yes, Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, you what guys about have him? heard of him? Cardinals had his number. Like the most dominant pitcher in baseball. Like the guy that's just got the stuff. But boy, howdy, when it comes to October. Oh, he's starting. He's starting in the World Series. He's gonna start. Let's say he did, he just screwed the pooch though. Not too long ago, right? And then, uh, yeah. Just the other night, bud. Uh, so here's the deal. What an idiot. Clayton Kershaw, everybody says he's good, but turns out he shits his pants a lot. And we think it's kind of funny. Hello, Miss Kershaw. This is she. Yes, this is Nurse Holly with the LA Dodgers. Um, I'm going to need you to come here up to the stadium and pick up a Clayton. Oh, not again. Yeah, yeah, he shit his pants again. Shit his pants? Okay, no, he used all of the extra clothes he has here. Oh, my goodness, he shit his pants. Okay, yeah, you got to come pick him up. He shit his pants, and he stinks really bad. Well, I'm at work. I don't care if he shit his okay, pants well, again. Okay, get here as soon as you can, because Clayton Kershaw shit his pants so bad that it... The shit stink is so bad, it's making people shit well, on themselves. Well, why are you using his full name? I mean, he shit his pants. Clayton but... Kershaw shit... He shit his pants. Okay. Okay, I get it. I'll come right, get him. him. Bye. All right, bye. Welcome back, everybody. It's me, Steve. We got a big thing for you here, a big guest in the cannabis industry. I've been up here just piping up, chop, 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 pop, chop, pop, pop, all night long. And it's time to bring a guest in who can really get to the bottom of this stuff. I know this guy. Uh, I met him a few times. And to be honest with you, I don't like him very much, but I want to hear his side of, of what he has to say. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I'd like to bring on our guest. His name is Danny Diamonds. Danny Diamonds, would you like to join us here on the sh- Would you like to join us here on the show? Oh, I don't like would be a strong word, but I'll join you. 
got a question. What was it, Stan? Yep, Stan. Um, That's good to meet you, Stan. <laughs> Danny uh, Diamonds, yeah. yeah, you got a cultivation license. You're vertically integrated. You have shares in numerous companies. Saw you, was that a helicopter or G5 that dropped you off? I'm not sure what that was. You got a couple ladies out in the waiting room area for you, and you've just kind of been a prick all night long. I'm not going to lie. Well, you see, Stan, uh, that's a Citation 10 uh, that I came in on. Uh, and, yeah, man, that's what I do with cannabis. I make money. Pretty simple. Um, everyone watching at home, I'd like you to put your favorite cannabis experience um, in the in the text. Why cannabis makes you feel so good. Um, if you're a patient, I want to know what cannabis does for you to help you out and make your life better. Because um, there's people like Danny Diamonds out there who, you know, in some terms, I kind of relate with them. But in other ways, you I don't just, relate with me. In other ways, I just don't understand where he's coming from. So Danny Diamonds. How do you think everything has worked out so far for the cannabis industry here in Missouri? Listen, people need to start being a little more grateful for the medicine that they do get out there. Okay? This is a lot of work. People got to understand when you're building out facilities and you're trying to employ people, you're taking care of other people's families, this is more than just growing some little plant and selling it at some little farmer's market down your little podunk dirtbag town. Come on, Danny. No. On, you asked me a question, I'm telling you, there's a lot of work that goes into this, all right? And there's no way I would have been able to get that new boat. You came in here wearing baby pandas as shoes. Yes. Those look expensive. How much you think? Here, you can have them. You can have them. I got four more pairs at home. Go ahead. You don't have to actually take them off. Like, you know, I don't need them, Danny Dyer. I just wanted you to see that these aren't platform shoes. I'm really this big, dude. Okay, you look. You got those are platform shoes because you look a lot smaller now. What are you talking about? You got lifts in those. Danny, Danny wears lifts. Cannabis helps ease the spasticity in my legs and back. What do you think about that? Yeah, sure. It helps. Uh, it helps increase the elasticity in my wallet. Too. Oh, yes, dude. Yes. Yeah. It's just a break for a minute. I was hoping you were going to do that. Oh, shit. Cannabis helps me with anxiety associated with PTSD from having debilitating asthma. Why are you going to go with this one, Danny? I want to be careful. Could you repeat the... Uh... Yeah, no, I'll, I'll um, so what do you think about... Do you think there's price gouging going on, Danny? Listen, Jack, people don't know Steve. this simple. Stan, got it. Sorry. Listen, Steve. it's a simple supply and demand graph, okay? Okay. We got this much demand. We got this much supply. Prices go with this and go with this, okay? okay? So you got a little bit of this and you got a little bit of this. Okay. A lot of good little motion back and forth, okay? A couple of people really reaping the benefits of that, okay? That's how supply and demand works, all right? There's only so much. What do you... What are you, was you too poor to afford to go down there and spend $60 on your yes, medicine? Yes, I am. What do you oh, think, yeah. only poor people get sick? You don't think there's a price attached to, yeah. to, to the work that I do, the hard, uh, the sweat and tears that I put into this project? I think poor people get uh, sicker on average, probably, than rich people. Don't you think? Be better. <laughs> I got to drink bad water. Be better, uh, cannabis helps people with their depression. What do you think about that? What is there to be depressed about? You know what else about? helps with depression? 
having them bills paid on time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, having tr suffered traumas in my younger years, cannabis helps reduce anxiety in social situations and maintain homeostasis of emotions in turbulent times. What do you think about that, Danny Diamonds? So, sounds real science. Sounds like what a bunch of nerds do. <laughs> Sit around and talk about the science behind things. There's one science, and that's the science of money. A bunch of nerds talking about plasticity and whatever. Okay, uh, we got uh, Cannabis Helps with my RLS, R.L. Stein, anxiety and back pain. Plus, it makes me smile a lot. You what know what you helps me with back pain, Jack? It helps me smile even more? Dime piece teenagers. What? Yeah, little 18-year-old okay. European supermodels. Okay. He went for it. He went for that. <laughs> Depressing cash into that wallet, huh? Uh, oh, how about this one? Cannabis helps me understand my childhood trauma. <laughs> what do you got? Childhood trauma yep. is what made me who I am today. Oh, no. I don't know. Oh, no. Okay, I now will, you I are going to have an excuse. Oh, no. We, you're not getting a lot of love on our text line for everyone who's listening to the podcast, yeah. for people watching on YouTube, on Periscope, uh -huh. on Twitch, on Facebook, sophisticated Hoosiers, Hoosier Sophisticate. Um, restless leg syndrome, not R.L. Stein is restless leg syndrome. My bad on that one. Um, not a lot of fans of Danny Diamonds. Do you care that you have uh, so few fans? Are you asking me if it's hard for me to sleep in my triple king size bed with three beautiful women every night just to the purring hum of my Citation 10 uh, private jet? You I let it run? I, I let it run overnight because I got the money. I heat the neighborhood with that thing. You, only let, you said you bought the whole neighborhood and made everyone move out. I just like it to be comfortable wherever I walk in my neighborhood. That's good. That's a good idea. You know how hard it is to hear people crying when you got a jet right outside your bedroom window at full throttle? Yeah. Must be tough to hear the, the cries of the poor. Super tough. <laughs> and you hate that noise. I do. I'd rather hear a jet outside my window than people needing help. Okay. Cannabis helps with hemorrhoids. I've never had I've never had a hemorrhoid. I, I can't relate. <laughs> you should try it. Oh, have a hemorrhoid? Yeah, I have a bidet. There's no way. I no, you can get a hemorrhoid. I, I thought it would cure mine. It didn't. It just makes a bloody mess in there, man. It's a smattering of blood. Um, purring sun sound of their purring hum of their vibrators because they can't stand you, Danny Helbig, James Alexander Helbig is challenging Danny Diamonds to a fight. Oh, you don't want any of that. What would you, what's your signature move? <laughs> the white hot diamond dabber. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't I, maybe you tried on Mike? Uh, Mike, you want to get up here and do the diamond dabber? You don't want me to throw a diamond. I've, I've killed a man with a diamond dabber before. My lawyer got me out of it pretty quickly. Well, That's, you hunt homeless guys. Yeah, well, that was all inspired by a book, a short story <laughs> yeah. called the, the Most Dangerous Game. In I the was past. an avid reader in my in youth. In the past. Avid reader in my youth. Danny, you got any closing words here? Because I yeah, think you've man. worn out your gay stang welcome. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I got, some, I got some closing words for you. Okay. Uh, 
why don't you go ahead and throw me on the screen where they can see something worth looking at. Look at me, Missouri. You're going to buy my cannabis and like it because it's the only cannabis that's, that's around. If you're sick, if you're just a stoner, the chances are I'm making money off of every bit of weed that's been sold in this state, and what are you going to do about it? I'm Danny Diamonds. I stack dimes, and I dab diamonds. That's what I do. Man, I hate that guy. Hate him with uh, just the core of my soul. Oh, wow. We've had quite a show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank everyone for watching. We've had quite a lot of viewers this evening. We are live Tuesday through Friday at 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. We are trying to take on the giants of the industry. We think what we have to say is important. I don't know. It's just something we do. We've cultivated a beautiful little community. We have little parties in the woods. We're looking to do something maybe in November with some people. We want to get together. We want to use online services to get together so we can shower each other with white hot frothy love. Hey, okay. Walking, hey Craig, did you see Danny Diamond? He's fucking shoulder checking. What a piece of shit that guy is. That guy's the worst, man. What's wrong with that guy? Are you missing your glasses, buddy? Maybe. No, do you need them? <laughs> what about Danny Diamonds, man? He's, he's the worst the industry has to offer. I think he's okay. He's just telling it like it is. He means well. He just he doesn't. That guy does not mean well. <laughs> he doesn't care what anybody thinks of him. Oh, yeah. I'm going to change the background. Okay, bud. Go ahead and do it. I, I can't because I forgot how this thing works. Seth. Yeah, what's up? You have a little segment oh, that yeah, we like Seth to have some fun segment. with. This is going back to the old radio days, pal. <clears throat> and uh, I'd like to uh, show our fans your little uh, your little deal. What is this called? We got the rabbit hole going. The rabbit the, People, I think they're familiar with the rabbit hole. Right? Anybody that's been listening to the old 920. Is that an brother intro? Who's watching Who did that? You? I am so weird. I'm sorry. I like it. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. Well, I'm a fan of like 50% of the things you do. And that one... Was in the good pile. If you're hitting, buddy. Five, if you're hitting 500, you're doing I like all right. it. You're going to be a Hall of Famer one day. If you're batting 500, you, yep, Danny Diamonds, did you, yep, Danny Diamonds, don't know her. Hey, is he grassing up the jet out there, man? <laughs> We're coming live from the Sweet Leaf Studios, and um, our guy Seth and our guy Mike, they're going to hit us. With the rabbit hole. What do you got for us this week, brother? Oh, are we going already? Yeah. We're not going to wait for Craig. No, he lost his bet. I like how he's doing like a Clark Kent thing. Like, oh, I put my glasses uh, on. Uh, what am I doing? Suddenly I nobody know. knows who I am. I love it. He lost them. Uh, he's straight up all lost right. them. As you see here, uh, Steve, you're a big AI news guy. I love AI news. Now bud. they got AI bots that will protect the identity of, of protesters. This is so they don't have to worry about like their jobs or their career or something being affected. That's interesting. If people are seen out protesting, because, you know, there's a lot of video and obviously a lot of photography going on uh so we can talk about ai we can wrap up about that a little bit if you want steve but my rabbit hole question for you guys and we'll start with craig is there uh, any irony there or what, what's your thoughts on somebody who wants their voice heard but doesn't want their face seen 
What's up? Well, here's, uh, I think as someone who would like to always keep the quote unquote oppressors uh, at bay, I kind of applaud the, you know, we are being watched. Yeah, at we all get tools times. to fight too. We are being watched at all times. So uh, I, I feel as though anything that can keep, you know, identity recognition kind of at bay, I'm for it. But I do think that it's funny that it applies here to protesters in general. I certainly <clears throat> understand it to a, to a level, but it's also a lot of times protesters are going and uh, publicly putting people on blast, certain peoples and whatnot. It's like if you're going to get behind a movement and you're going to say, hey, this is what I believe in. Me personally, like if I, fuck, I do it, I guess. Like we, we get behind things that we believe in. We shout it from a mountaintop. I'm not exactly trying to stay anonymous and all that. Like somebody's got to put their name on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that gives it a little bit more credence when you're like, hey, this is what I believe. Remember this face because I'm on the right side of of this issue. You're the right? click commander. I am the you click see commander. this face? Remember this face. <laughs> um, I love that comment we just got get uh, just just got gitted that we just got from Elise that says, I just thanked Jennifer B over the weekend for introducing me to the group. I fought it. I was like, Oh, a radio show. I'm not down to talk radio, but she kept telling me and telling me then boom, I got it. I get it. So thankful for community of like-minded, caring people. So great. Happy to be here. And y'all make my day most days. That's what we're trying to do do here buddy and that's what the ai machines can't freaking compete with my friend they'll never be able we had a conversation one day and i said to you what can't i'll, I'll never forget it buddy because it was such a great answer was what can we do that eventually ai will not be able to do and you said have a little ceremony and I was like, oh, yeah, AI will pretty much be able to do almost anything better than a human. Because we were even talking about loving, and that's how you'll die eventually one day, trying to out-F the, 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 the AIF machine. That's just what you'll do, and that's fine. That's a John Henry way to go, and I'm, I'm good with it. Listen, if you can upload – let me just put this out there. Uh, if, you can up, if we get to where we can upload some consciousness, go ahead and throw me in that machine. You want to be in there? I think I could get the most out of it. What does that mean? That was weird. <laughs> I don't like that. It's ominous. I love love was another thing, but we're just talking about hot, sweaty lust at that point. Um, but yes, love was another thing for sure that we can't do. Is there anything AI can do that we? Okay, is there anything AI can do better? Did you see they arrested? There's the everything. Day. I think it was in Milwaukee. Correct me if I'm wrong. The microphone. Uh, there was that guy who had been arrested in his apartment by a AI robot. What? Yes. Find they that article. I, can't, I think Find it was that Milwaukee. Article. Correct me if I'm wrong, someone. An AI robot. Yes, he walked into the home with a spotlight, and the guy came out of the bedroom with his hands up. And he was, was this Minority him. Report, Mike? Were you accidentally watching know, Minority that's Report? That's a great movie, by the way. That is a Russian. Russian. wrongful arrest? I found a wrongful arrest. I got Russian police arresting a no, robot. it was here in the United States. <laughs> Milwaukee, Russia, I think is where it was. Somebody will find it. Post it. I mean, okay, Mike's going to find it. All right, cool. Um, that's insane. I don't know. I am always thinking about the future. I'm always thinking about where our kids will be in about 15, 20 years. And out of that, I got a couple of heathens running around. 
And it's it's going to be a wild place because we're already, if you don't follow our Instagram, uh, Hoosier Sophisticate on Instagram, and we're dabbling in all of the augmented realities and how crazy are some of the augmented realities? The Just stuff the ones that are add. available to the general public are pretty sure. incredible. And there's people that are developing things inside of AR that is off the chains. Like I, I that is going to be, so like whenever I was a kid watching like, I don't know, Demolition Man or uh, uh, The Fifth Element, like these these futuristic sci-fi type movies. Like I always, it was, they all kind of knew that the evolution was has always been advertising. Like that's what, that's the brilliance behind Facebook is like, we've always known that everything's a billboard, right? They're just trying to figure out how to maximize advertising space in our lives. Look at the it bottom right of the our time. screen. I mean, the movie with fucking Roddy Roddy Piper where it's like Obey when they put the sunglasses on or whatever. <clears throat> All of these movies knew that like that's what we were going to, that was going to be our evolution. What they could not have seen, and that's what makes Facebook brilliant is that like, all of this marketing that they're doing and they haven't even thought about selling the people that they've been selling to all of this time. So now with augmented reality as it, and even virtual reality, like with our kids and games and whatnot, it's going to cater advertising in real time in your augmented reality environment where you're walking down the street and you're, you're, stomach's rumbling a little bit you're kind of hungry it's going to show you a little ad for whatever wendy's spicy chicken or something that's the thing that you were craving last like that's the evolution of this thing where like they're going to have the fucking read on us to put the exact ad that is going to all it is is it's about minimizing the amount of time it takes to get the person you're engaging to reach for their wallet and do something and as advertising becomes more pinpointed it's gotten to a point where we're doing things and entering into these uh, uh, transactions without even like just mindlessly, sure. just doing it because that's what the program what says. That's what the program says to yep. do. That's happening right now. Augmented reality makes that an even scarier thought. But on the on the flip side of that, I've seen some of the most amazing interactive things with augmented reality, oh. projection mapping. Projection mapping is one of the coolest things of all time. It's awesome. It's so neat. <clears throat> um, now with uh, AI coming to the, you know, it's coming to the forefront and we've talked about it before, like the singularity and all of the things that could happen with that. What do you think was going on with Google Glass? Do you think Google, Google Glass was just here a little early? Yeah. Um, because that freaked everybody out. And with augmented reality, where you got to see it through your phone screen to where when Google Glass came out, mm. that's what I thought was going to be the great connector between augmented yeah. reality. When you could wear these Duncan glasses. Duncan Trussell really had the best take on that, which was like, you know, we've all accepted this as an extension of our bodies. Yes, an extension of yes. our brain. It's pretty much attached at the hip at all times. We carry this around. What we weren't ready for, and, and, and we still have a modicum of control of pulling it out of yes. it, even though we're doing it more and more mindlessly as time stretches on, we still have the ability to set it down, put it away, things like that. When Google announced Google Glass, you know, we just weren't ready for a robot to be attached to our face. That's a, that's a pretty substantial step. But now there are more and more fitness wearables and things like that's that what I that thinking. I don't think... I, I think if you made the right piece of headgear uh, that was comfortable to wear yep. and wasn't bulky, yep. I think that could um, integrate with regular I glasses. Think a bunch of people, yep. like the camera we saw today, can just yep. snap right exactly. on your glasses. 
I think that people are probably way more comfortable with it now than they were yep. 10 years ago when, I agree. It was, when it came out. I think it was just a little early because if you combine like a Fitbit. It skipped a step. It skipped a step from the phone straight to that where we had to get more wearables. people doing yep. wearable tech. Yep. Because yep. iPhone watches. Body, 100%. People are always boom. Yep. boom and oh, they'll who's even calling say, their phones oh, in the other room? Yeah. Okay. And I think if you team that up with the Google Glass, then wherever you're walking, it is kind of like that movie with the Obey and stuff. Because when you have those on, it's going to be a different world. Yeah. Because with when we're talking about augmented reality, it means uh, if, if you shine your camera at something and on your camera screen, you'll see like you'll a, see a what's planet here. Earth. Yes, but it, like but Pokemon Go yeah. was the first game that really utilized augmented reality. You yeah. could go in on the a park. broad scale. For yes, sure. and you were catching these animals in the park. You were actually yeah. using the background of these pictures. When you have these glasses on and everything is able, every ad will be personalized to you. All of these data points that the AI is getting and that the AI... We forget that every second of every day, the AI is getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Like nothing has ever grown in the history yeah, of humanity. Yeah, yeah it's rapid. On, on a graph from 100 years ago, the technology and, and the, from the very first microchip I think, I think to now. If we haven't already hit it, I think we're, we're reaching a point of no return. I, oh, I, I think I, we're there. I try not to be ominous about it, but without, you know. And EM, a massive like yeah. EMP or something like that, just knocking everything out for the foreseeable yeah. future. I just, <clears throat> I think that when you task the world's best computers, especially how close we are with quantum computing, uh, you know, like when when, yeah. when you're testing computers to solve problems that humans can't. And they're getting better and closer and better and closer at a rate that we can't compute. Like we just can't yeah. compute at that rate. Uh, well, I think that's I don't where, know, man. Like especially when you think about launch codes and you think about things like this. Like I think it's a way more fragile future than probably what we all want to believe because of how comfortable we are in our own individual lives. Is AI our baby in a way that? People are always scared that AI is going to destroy us. It's kind of it's kind of the narrative, you know, Terminator, whatever. Um, but if AI is a product of us and our DNA sequence is ultimately to keep that DNA line going, it just seems to be in a lot of the code of a lot of animals that it's hey, have sex, have a baby, move on, let's do this thing. Um, will the AI have the same ability to? care per se but but have this innate for yes a, 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 a wanting to a a desire to live as long as possible like i am an extension of this human yeah so i need to keep them alive and what i see with that is when you see how much food gets thrown away in america yeah. it's astronomical and that's where i really think um, AI comes into to really it comes into play when it comes into feeding people and getting people energy. I yeah. think when it can read the simulations and say, you put a plant here, you put a plant here, we put one nuke plant up here, it does the whole coast up here. Okay, we got the the machine can kind of figure that out before our engineers can. And it, and with water, so say water, food, and energy. If artificial intelligence takes care of those three things and says, listen, we have more than enough food in America to feed 
a lot of the world. We have entire fields in Salinas Valley that just it's a, it's a, a a bridge to level garbage dump of fruits and vegetables that they just throw out that some of them just didn't look good enough. They just didn't have the look that they could be sold in the stores. When AI starts figuring that out, and then you mix in drones. We've seen it in Ready Player One where the pizza's getting delivered by the drone. That's happened in, Dude, in Silicon Valley. Got, somebody got delivered weed in England by a drone. Unbelievable. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, they're putting flamethrowers on drones. Did the you see that company? video? That shit was rad. Oh, I've seen them. I've seen the gun one where the guy's got the gun and the drone's going back. I'm like, yep, okay. Um, but with drones, so now you got drones that are activated to bring food immediately when it's fresh. Now we got, and if you have the skies full of them, just we're a bustling enterprise. That means everyone's food needs, water needs, and energy needs are met. Then what, bud? Then what happens? Because that sounds like utopia, but then it's like, well, I went to this this job that I was supposed to do, and it was my identity, and I, oh, it's my prediction, and we're starting to see it a little bit right now, that we're going to live in this technological tribalism to where we're moving back out to the are. rural areas where LA and New York people are exiting, exiting and, and, and droves. We're already seeing it. People are moving out. People want to see nature. There is some sort of human desire. And when you have kids like us three, not so much you, Seth, when you have kids and you see how much they love nature and animals for real, you remember any kid who sees something like they are wowed by it. And even me, if you see like I saw a huge bass jump out of the water when me and my son were down there, my adrenaline was pumping for like five minutes. I'm like, this is what you get when you're just a part of the world going on. And I think that this technological tribalism, it'll lead to us being technologically advanced as hell. So you can go live on a mountaintop in Peru. You can still have Wi-Fi. A drone can still get to you. You can still get all of your supplies. Be nice. And you are living. And then we are in contact with all of our tribal nature roots, but we still took all of the best pieces that humans have come up with with our stupid little thumbs and our crazy little monkey brains that we probably ate mushrooms a long time ago. If you haven't heard the stoned ape theory, old boy McKenna says we ate some mushrooms and our brains got bigger, and I like that story, okay? I, uh, I like it. I know you probably no, have some like, ideas. I li you know me. I want to give psychedelics credit whenever it's due, yeah. for sure. I'd love to credit them for everything. But, but no. that uh, cognitive functioning is one thing, but you know, what about developing a more dexterous hand or more just hallmarks of bipedal? Dude, I had 12 like, fingers got one do? time when what, I was, what does eating psychedelics have to do with, you know, the rest of the process of evolution? Oh, cause it's more than just our brains was, got bigger. I think he was asking you. I can tell you why our brains got bigger, but why? because we were exposed to a new type of protein so yeah, inside meat. of animal bone. Yeah, because lions are so smart. <laughs> Protein helps your brain develop. Uh, I, oh. I think that it. I do think that it. Um, I mean, I've. I. I put some. He's I right. I'm some, not going to uh, argue with him. I put some credence into the Stone Ape theory as far as us finding language. Uh, you know, finding ways to explain 
<laughs> I love that these are all just guttural noises coming out of our faces. And we're like, yeah, I get it. I, get yeah, it. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> well, that's all it is, right? Like, we've just figured out over time, like, how to make sounds more complicated. Do uh, the evolution uh, of language. Bing, bada, bada, bing, bang. The evolution of language is just as freaking crazy and gnarly as, like, just the physical evolution. Oh, it has to be. I can't imagine the first, like, cavemen going from ooga booga. Because we all know those were like the first I don't one. think that's what they actually said. Come Steve. on. It's a Seth. negative stereotype. <laughs> it's actually offensive to say that. <laughs> that's offensive to Cro-Magnon. So we next. see a caveman. Geico did this bit, guys. I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, good. shit. That was good. Um, okay. have, you, uh, have you seen the evolution of us? Oh, it's like a documentary docuseries. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I, I swear to the Lord, I'm only episode one into it. But it might as well uh, listen. It's softcore porn, and it just showed the 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 director's a pervert. Okay, I'll just go ahead and say it right now. The director's a damn pervert because the whole the thing, the whole first part, they're talking about how we needed to be able to run to catch food, and that's why we started to walk upright from all fours. They were trying to get bonobos in a lab to walk on their legs and they were seeing how it well that's why we need big butts and you know big legs yeah they hook them up to all these sensors yeah to measure how much energy you use yep. at different degrees and it and changes their foot pattern all that's pretty yeah. interesting <clears throat> they do close-ups of these i think they're kenyan run runners okay like just guys run tribal guys i don't know if they're actors or what the most perfect butts you've ever seen in your life but i'm not kidding I you. Believe you bubbly just 25-year-old African-American male butt. Okay. Okay. And it, this guy went, the first two or three times Jen and I saw it, we're like, dang, that is nice. Like, that's a nice, okay. Check out the turd cutter on that fella. One million percent. But after the, I'm not kidding you, 11th time of a close-up of, buddy, I'm talking like, the, they had a gimbal on a trolley. So they have a system set up just to catch ass shots of these guys. That's fair. And they're going, they're going, they're going, they're going. Yeah, okay, from this angle. Finally, when I had to say, I, I, who's the director of this? Because he's, he's You're saying that he's because a you'll sit in a, I'll in a sit perverted all day. cam all day all long. Day. Up, the camera was right here. Camera was right here. Like, right if you're looking to enter, if you're going to enter something, that's where you're. And the camera's like. Right, and I'm like, I could see the texture of this guy's butt. I could see the pores, the like little hair stubble thing. You know, that's how is is it necessary, guy? Seems I was with you the first five times. How many times are we gonna have? To, it made me want to work he was out. In awe. Maybe he was just in awe of a good butt. You guys need to watch it. Evolution of us. All right. Oh, I thought you were. I, I was. Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say something. Oh, God loved. We're we're in perfect rhythm here, Craig. <laughs> but I was going to say, like, there's all these theories. Stone ape theory. There's the alien DNA being introduced into early humans theory, which is kind of a interesting one. Or yeah, just like you know, that. talk about protein and evolution I like that too. and things like that. But none of these things I don't think are mutually exclusive because the final product here is pretty fucking crazy. I mean, right now we're broadcasting on a computer, and all of our friends are watching us. It's and it all. It's all because 2.6 million years ago, a little human named Homo habilis said, if I smack these two fucking rocks together, one of them's sharper, and I can dig into bone and shit like that. So you think that was the deal, bone marrow? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Or like Definitely. cooked food? 
Well, we didn't have to cook food until Homo erectus started cooking food. Really? Did that happen? Like, well, you know, we have uh, our what? appendix is basically, isn't that for processing raw grass. meats? But we don't really, we evolved into somebody that can't really that process the raw meat. So now we cook it. Because uh, in, introducing. Tough. I'm not being an ass. I'm being for real. Introducing cooking into our diet. Yeah, that's its own evolution. Because I always thought, why, why are we so different? Why are we so different? Because I want to get in touch with my uh, instincts more. That's also a regional thing, crossbreeding, because everybody that went to different re- regions would evolve different ways, and then they would travel, and then there would be crossbreeding there. Is so. Homo habilis around when it's Pangaea time? Like no, no, or is no. That, no. Like, is that no, like you're the, you're all the way time? back to like. Is that dinosaurs when Pangaea was around and stuff? So what? People are two hundred fifty thousand years old. About. Are like, you talking about human Homo sapien? Yeah, just like the first about earliest a recorded. quarter million at the most, probably okay. about one hundred and fifty to two hundred. And dinosaurs were twenty five million years. ago. You know, we're closer to the T Rex than the T Rex is to I think a Stegosaurus because that's like we're looking at two hundred fifty six million years to fifty six million or sixty three million years. Yeah. being extinct. Yeah, that's like those wild two are to me. further away from each other than we, we are to that dinosaur. How did stegosaurus bone? I each think other? it's a stegosaurus. What I'm thinking of. You know, how know. did some of these dinosaurs have sex? To be honest with you, like T. Rex. I don't see how. Oh, they I could. think that I think the stegosaurus like to slip into a nice little spoon. Put on a little Marvin Gaye. Little Gay. spoon. They get they're, they're on their sides. You know, Marvin Gaye on the radio. Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's got some silk teddy. Marvin Gaye, 1972. <laughs> All right, and uh, this is just what makes the most sense. You're not going to climb up on them sharp plates. From a from a at the time a steggy position because there wasn't no doggies around. Okay. Style. So that steggy style that was on the side, dude. You get that slow little fucking uh, spoon. Oh, and she's kind of like this. Yeah, kind of. You're like, kind of. You get it. You understand? What I, I love that steggy style, bro. That's a new shirt. Oh, Steve, style. to answer your question, you went all the way back to like Australopithecus romidus. That's like a very early ape-like hominid. Seth's evolutionary biology gives me a boner. <laughs> We're talking. I, you're, you're, I mean, me you're all the way. You're like six point seven million years back, bro. You need to. Calm that's six point seven. Yeah, that's like a very cross between bipedalism and the ability to like climb things and mostly be a tree dweller. So the only were were <clears throat> other apes around at that time? Yes, like, absolutely. So what? why did we divert? And you think it's totally Here's because the of the thing, diet? It's, it's so complex because if you think about it, like, you know that picture? It's like, um, it's a bunch of apes and they keep sure. getting taller and eventually the, the have man. a naked guy. Yeah. That is probably the most bullshit, lazy, vague representation. <laughs> the evolutionary tree would look like tiny branches turning into smaller branches that <laughs> go back around. And then they start having sex with all these other branches. And then and it's just insane. But it, we think like... From Homo habilis, that's the guy that smacked the rocks together, down to Homo erectus, down to us. So we're still that's on one all fours line. when we're using tools. That's, yeah, that's one line, and we believe like Homo hybrigigensis is probably in there. Uh, What's Cro-Magnon? Because that's another one you hear all the time. Was that a different species? I think that's, I think that's just a time I think period. that's like a slang kind of thing for like just an early man, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Anything I don't else? know. Any more um, brain busters? <laughs> um, Duh. I did have another question, but now early form. Of we got to bring. I think I'll bring back Europe in the late Paleolithic period, from forty thousand to ten thousand years ago. Okay. Broad face, tall stature. Cro Magnon cave in southern uh, France. Just so everybody that doesn't know me, I'm also a scientist. 
Seth is a fucking genius. <laughs> Slow Damn. down. Yeah, Slow yeah, down. You should no, see no, me no, try no, to no. check out at a grocery no, store before no, you. No, 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 no. Hey, you get too crazy. So now I can read these comments. <laughs> oh, nice. They've been talking them. shit all night. Craig's just looking at it. Nodding. Yeah, he's like, good. See. That's good. It sounds good. You guys have been very, very nice. No, we need to do a I whole segment about, with that. Uh, no doubt. Monday, Seth, next Monday, I want to learn more about work. We'll bring back the evolution. Let's do it. That segment Seth teaches evolution. That's from the G and E days. Uh, we're gonna go do a well. We're sure. gonna do a. Do you want to uh, do we're one, gonna another break first, and then uh, Craig, take and us then to we're break. Come back with streaming picks. We're gonna wrap this week up. Uh, so guys, stick around for these messages. These are our sponsors, and they make this whole show possible. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hoosier Sophisticate Show. I'm going to hit this uh, this uh, text line here a little bit. Apparently, they're all big fans of Danny Diamonds. Uh, yeah, a lot of people like. We'll Danny make sure Diamond. we'll make sure to have him in. Apparently, he has Daniel Slinger beat in the douchebag game. <laughs> hate those guys. Yeah, just okay, you know, just a little no, bit. They of don't hate like towards, him at all. They don't they, like they, him. They all said. Seth, you were laying some knowledge on our fans about oh, evolutionary you. biology, and I'm going to stump you uh, next week. Um, okay. And I'm going to ask you, bud, if if evolution's real, how come there's still monkeys, bud? I but love this. Did you just you just think on that one for a while. This is my favorite question. Uh, to Chew get. on it, pal. Everybody thinks this is like the ultimate gotcha question. Well, the answer is really easy. We didn't evolve from monkeys. Uh, like the modern-day monkeys you see at St. Louis Zoo, that's not what we evolved from very distant cousins adam and eve yeah or more like adam and steve i don't think those things are mutually exclusive or the second thing you said but no um <laughs> we evolved from very early humans homo habilis is a human homo erectus is a human they're just described as being very ape-like plus you're not going to see evolution in your lifetime oh, so yeah. boom any more uh any more brain Any more yeah. gotcha uh, we, questions? Uh, the text line asked, uh, when did the aliens uh, bang the monkeys, bud? It would have been 2.6 million years ago. <laughs> yep. That's, well, that's pretty. That's, 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 that's the first. That's the earliest signs of, like, thousand? that's the earliest signs of, like, us in these early hominids. Okay. From the right. hand I mentioned earlier. They're probably getting Dex- down More dexterous hands. Hip, hip bones that support. Standing upright, knee joints that support standing upright. So that would have been around the time uh, aliens banged monkeys. Okay. We got 16 people uh. in here. Everyone share the feed right now because we're about to hit you with what you need to watch. Okay? Everybody's got to have something to watch, something to stream, something we do here every Monday night, bud. Okay, Popo? All right, bud. You ready? You want to hit him with it? You want to do it? You want to? Okay. We like movies, so do we. We like anime, so do you. Streaming picks of the week and Netflix. The streaming picks of the week. Amazon Prime. It's the streaming picks of the week. We like the internet too. We like the internet too. We like the internet too. 
watch this week, Steve-O? Oh, I watched Gemini Man, man. Took me like eight times to finish it because I kept falling You were watching asleep. it like on your phone, weren't you? Watching I've never said about you. You kind of, you'll, you'll grab a movie every now and then on your phone. Yeah. You'll be doing some stuff and you'll be kind of behind the scenes. You're kind of picking up a couple scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of scooting through time. Yeah. No and Gemini. you're able to cover I'm always like, when does Steve watch all these shows? Oh, yeah. I'll get I'll get engrossed in something and then kind of keep it on in the background, kind of pay attention. And then if I think something big's going on, boom, focus attention on that. Yeah. Well, I don't get anything done. Sure. Um, but Gemini Man starring Will Smith and, yeah, um, Will Smith is pretty good in that movie. Not. <laughs> okay. No, it's a decent movie. It's about a hitman, okay? And the opening scene's pretty cool. And I'm going to give it to you right here. Hit so me with spoiler it, alert. He's a hitman. He's the best hitman in the world, right? Okay, bud. Okay. He's got he's to kill this terrorist, this biochemical terrorist. Sure. On a bullet train heading through town, okay? And he's got one shot to do it, and the bullet train's moving so fast. But, oh, this little girl gets up. He can't shoot. Oh, my God. Shoots. He doesn't really feel. Oh, shoots it at the end they're like no don't shoot don't shoot he shoots the train hits a tunnel the bullet goes through the window well he hits the guy in the neck right from two kilometers away right windy Mm -hmm. on a train okay hits this guy through a window okay so they tell him at the end they're like yeah man it was best shot best shot we ever seen he's like i hit him in the neck and they're like oh yeah i know that's it's pretty good um and he's like no I used to be able to feel it. The only place I felt right in the world was when I was laying down on my belly and I was firing this bullet in there and I didn't feel it that time, right, Papo? And I was like, oh, he's saying Papo, too. That's cool. Um, But it's one of those movies where you're in, but it's also so dumb. Like, it's so dumb. Sure. But it's got some decent action scenes. And the whole plot is, is now his own government's trying to kill Will Smith. Well, the only guy who can kill Will Smith is a young Will Smith. Clive Owens in it, who I'm a big fan of. I love Clive Owens. Clive Owens is another big actor in it. Um, So then it becomes a battle of Will Smith and himself. Okay. And the younger version of Will Smith, and maybe someone can even look this up, but from watching the movie... I don't know how they did it. If it was CGI, if they totally CGI'd a Will Smith, or if they used some sort of deep fake, or if they took clips of Will Smith from Fresh Prince and then put him in this movie because he doesn't look right. Victor Hugo's in the movie too? The game-changing tech behind Gemini Man's young Will Smith the film's effects artist tried to create with pure data a shockingly realistic 23-year-old Will Smith, their true aim to finally cross the uncanny valley. Woo! So he's all CGI? He's CGI. Whoa, look. A clip of the 90s sitcom The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because he looks like Fresh Prince Will Smith. He's got the hair. <laughs> Does he really? Yes. It's... It, does he have a friend named Jazzy Jeff? Yeah, Jazzy Jeff's in it. Um, <laughs> Uncle Phil makes an appearance too, which is weird. Um, no, but they, the technology, uh, dude, if, if Carlton, that's the deal. Okay, the play there was to have Carlton, Alfonso Riviera be the guy that could kill Will Smith, a young Alfonso Riviera. Yes. That's the play. That's, in that. that's the spoof that's version what of you that do, movie. No doubt. Um, but it was weird. I mean, buddy, 
if that was all CGI and they took clips of someone and made him. He wore a, a facial capture headset while he was filming. Will Smith did? Yep. And then they superimposed the. You're not going to need. So it's like Avatar. So yep. instead of them being an Avatar, they just made it Will Smith. Yeah. Same probably type yeah, of same shit. idea. If that's the case, in 10 years, you won't need any actors to ever act again. You can just use... Because it was so well, close. Now, dude, there's already been a Hollywood uh, a lawsuit for that. Really? Crispin Glover, dude, from the, from the I think, second Back to the Future movie. Yeah. It wasn't him. They used his likeness. They were able to... And, and so he... It was this whole thing. I think it might have even went to the Supreme Court where Hollywood... Uh, for using people's likeness... Uh, to avoid paying them. Pretty impressive. Crispin Glover, that's a weird... Fu- I weird, love him. Weird, weird little fact. Remember I when he went him. crazy on David Letterman or when he played the crazy man on David Letterman? Oh, I don't know about that. It's I remember he was in that movie awkward. with rats. He's in all the movies. It's one of the most that. awkward things really? I've ever seen. Like, it's real tough for me to sit through. Like, oh, I, yeah. I think there's genius in it, maybe, or he's just uh, the ramblings of a madman. But either way, like, watching it and seeing how uncomfortable <laughs> Dave Letterman is, is in it, like... <laughs> Dude, you, you already showed me the greatest internet clip of all time that I didn't even know I can't existed. believe you'd never seen that. Bill O'Reilly losing He'd his never mind. seen the Bill O'Reilly, fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> you ever seen that video? Yeah. We'll do it live. I forgot fuck about that. Fuck. God. He'd never <laughs> seen I it. I had never. If you haven't seen the Bill O'Reilly, I'm sure it's most of the people have. <clears throat> it's one of the funniest we'll things I ever, it was, I've it was ever when seen he was. Life. It was when he was uh, anchoring for Inside Edition, and they had a sign-off for a band, and he kept trying to read it. And he could. You can probably pull it's it up and play the audio. The Chris, it's almost as good as the Chris Berman one. There's a Chris Berman. Oh, buddy, I'm gonna have to show you that one after this. I'll get your reaction. It's awesome. Oh my god. Okay, but Gemini Man, is it worth a watch? Yeah, because okay. it's just interesting to see what they did. Is the storyline good? And are the words, the script, is the script good? No. We'll do it live. No. no. <laughs> okay. We, we we got the desktop audio on. They I can don't hear know. That if, I don't know if we can play that or not. It's yeah, kind of long that's enough. That's not even the right one. We'll we can't. That. I wouldn't. We'll find it for next week. I'll post okay. it ready. in the page. Okay, we'll post it in the page. Sophisticated Hoosiers group, uh, Hoosier Sophisticate business page on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Periscope, Twitter, and Twitch and YouTube. Mycelial Media at YouTube though. Why did we do that? Hoosier Sophisticate. You can search Hoosier Sophisticate on YouTube, and you can It'll find come us, up. okay? It'll come up under mycelial media. Okay. Sorry. Sorry about you. You have to do a little extra work, okay? You get quality content like this. What more do you want from us? God. But I'm still on that World War One tip right now. Okay. I'm right to where the Germans had just spread themselves too thin, man. They were trying to get the Brits to spread themselves thin, but they didn't realize that the Brits don't do much of their own fighting. They just straight had all their imperial nations fight back. And what's really interesting is what's happening in South Africa, where South Africa was owned by the Brits, but the Brits had a war with the Boers right before all the Dutch people came down there to uh, mine diamonds. And if you don't know the breed, the Boer Bull. Oh, yeah. You know the dog breed, the Boer Bull? Oh, no. One of the most beautiful, majestic dogs you'll ever see. It's a bigger, tougher, bull mastiff uh, looking dog. It's called a Boer Bull. Maybe it's B-O-E-L. Yeah. 
Um, and they are majestic. Oh, dang. I okay. love them, dude. Those are cool. I didn't know that that's they what those are were called. Really, they're muscular as hell. They look like mastiffs, pretty much, bull yeah. mastiffs. Yeah. Um, but so that was the, the history of what's going on because Germany tried to get into imperialism. They were late to the game. So they had East Africa, West Africa, and the Brits are like, oh, that's cool. And the, but some of the De Boer people were like, uh-uh, we ain't fighting with the Brits. We're going to take Germany's side. So South Africa became this weird battleground. Okay. And it was so weird in World War One when these guys would have <laughs> ships because it was pretty much like, go sink some ships out there. Good luck. And they just send these guys out. They have to hide where they can hide, refuel where they can refuel, and just – Battle in the ocean, man. It is wild. It's that a pretty wild. it's a pretty weird deal that World War One. <laughs> okay. I'm in. But it. the history of it's really fascinating. I'm into it. Uh just, what to, you been watching, just to go back real quick. Uh okay. So Crispin Glover didn't like the, the, the script to the Back to the Future Two movie. What is he an idiot? And so he demanded a one million dollar reprise of the role, which they refused, but they had taken a mold of his head for makeup in the first movie. So what they ended up doing was they used that mold and they made a mask for an actor named Jeffrey Wiseman to put on and they did the makeup to make him look like Crispin Glover. So he was... What? So at the time when he did it, they couldn't have even imagined what like the ramifications of what like deep fakes and everything yeah. could, could do. But now uh, he pretty much has set up a legal, uh, legal framework uh, to own your likeness for that, for that type of work. Really? Wild. Yeah. So it won't they won't be able to have a movie with Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. How old am I? They won't be able to have a movie with them. Or like Clark Gable and oh, Audrey Hepburn. It didn't go far enough in court to set legal precedent, but it's often invoked when actors like uh, Paul Walker become indisposed and filmmakers gotcha. contemplate tricky ways to resurrect performances. So like, that's what I'm saying. Like old actors and actresses, could we have a movie with Humphrey Bogart and, you know, like Audrey Hepburn and all those sure. people. Yeah. And, you know, eventually we'll be at that point. I guess you probably could. Where you could have Chevy Chase play every role in the movie, like oh, Eddie Murphy. Awesome. <laughs> That'd be great. Chevy Chase as the nutty professor. Yes. It's about time he'd get a break, you know? My iPhone settings are full. Seth, you watching anything, shit. bud? Uh, I was going to watch the Chiefs game today, and I was super excited. I was like, you know, because of COVID, all these games have been pushed around. They're trying to find places to put them. So I was like, dude, they got the uh, Chiefs game on NFL Network today. That's pretty tight. And, of course, it was blacked out for Sling TV. Did you get your update on what happened? Uh, We moved to five and one on the season with a 26-17 victory over the Buffalo Bills. Correct. Which is no joke. The Bills Bills are killing it right now. <clears throat> so that's that's not nothing. Uh, and I did want to say that the earliest we've shared an ancestor with modern-day apes, when you think about it, uh, is actually 3.4 million years. Okay. So it's it's been a while since we even shared nice. an ancestor. I like to have a little, since, little bit at the end where we get to Yeah, I, see, I wanted to so. include that earlier. It's been a while since we even shared an ancestor right with modern-day chimpanzees. They're our friends, though, incredibly smart. They're astronauts. They hang out with street performers <laughs> with vest on. Wait, They're just... Yeah, they, how, dude, they roller the, skate. You can teach them how to smoke cigars. How about the figure skating chimps? What was the deal with that, bud? It was the greatest thing One I've ever seen. One of the best things I've ever seen. Oh, and real quick, I did watch your uh, streaming pick, uh, Steve, The Devil All the Time. Fantastic. Thank all right. You. So dark it. and weird. You didn't watch it? I haven't seen it. It's watch it with your weird. kids. That and Peanut Butter it's Falcon. Great. Just go watch I those two watch movies. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. I if you want to feel good. And and kind of you know ups and downs peanut butter falcon. Okay. If you want to really get grimy, watch the devil, the, all, the, the time. devil all the time, man. 
Mikey, uh, Seth, maybe maybe throw up that cam one last time there. Mikey, what are you watching? Uh, I am finishing up Lovecraft Country on HBO. If you don't have the app, get it. Dude, we saw a preview for it today. It looks phenomenal. My buddy, my buddy, who stick in with the first few episodes um, and just keep it going. Well, H.P. Okay. Lovecraft wrote some great horror in his well, no, some people, some He's just a famous like, thriller writer it. from okay. way back in the day. So, like, the, it actually like, comes from a book. So much so that yeah, H.P. Lovecraft was <clears throat> so like. There's like a whole Lovecraftian way of telling a story. And uh, and so I, I have a friend of ours, uh, Ryan, was like, dude, you have got to watch Lovecraft Country. Like he said, it is it is amazing. And Mike had mentioned it, I think, a couple weeks ago. Um, but I think it just finished up, right? Yep. Yeah. So I need to I need to get back on the HBO train and and check that out. I uh, you know, for all the we probably got lost in another one of these riveting conversations uh, last week around the stream picks, and I realized that I didn't give my streaming pick last week <laughs> yeah. uh, after re-listening. Um, <clears throat> but I watched uh, a little documentary, Dolly Parton, Here I Am. Oh, how was it? I love that gal. Yeah. I love everything. Dolly Parton is all that is good. Dude, in the pictures American of her world. in her 20s and shit. Oh, she oh, was an gnarly. absolute Even now. rocket. She's still looking she's good. She, says, she, says on her, she said on an interview I was watching uh, with her, Miss and I were watching the other night when we were down at the lake, like, she's like, I'm going to look like this when I'm 90. You know, she's like, this is. She can she get it when she's 90. You best believe that. Uh, Dolly Parton's just awesome, dude. It, was, it, showed the, it showed her entire career. And she came up in a time, you know, I mean, she she wrote the anthem for the working woman. You know what I mean? Like what she meant to women and like watching all these people talk about what she contributed and how easily she wrote songs like she used to be on. Um, uh, oh, God, what's that guy? She, she wrote Hit Him Up Style? She did not write Hit Him Up Style, no. But uh, Porter Wagner had his, oh, like, nine to five. His, uh, had his show and he's like, you know, like, all of her songs were about heartbreak from – from the female perspective and he's like you know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to write a love song this dude's taking credit it's so funny watching like the two of them tell the story because uh, one of them comes off way more believable and it's dolly like he's like i told that sweet little girl and you're gonna have to write a country song about love or something if you're gonna get out of here and she said the whole the whole song i wrote was basically a thank you to him because i was leaving this show behind like it was like her graduation. That was when she wrote "I Will Always Love You," and like, dude, she go, wrote that. Oh yeah. Damn. And then they talk about how you know, you know, Whitney obviously. I like you know, Whitney's version it. better. I'm sorry. Well, and she says she goes, I when I heard that, you know, like I I'd never heard anything like that before. Really? People be like, well, what do you think about, you know, uh, uh, you know, Whitney's uh, Whitney's song? She's like, oh no no no, it's my song. She's like, but she definitely performed it. She goes, she made me a rich woman. So. But, dude, watching her business acumen all throughout her career, she is so – she's brilliant, dude. Like, she's next level smart. Her business acumen's off the charts. I mean, she's, like, this more like the sixth wealthiest music entertainer in the world. Damn. Like, she's she, – her career has been unbelievable with Dollywood, with everything else, and she did it while, like, not making an enemy. Like, she is – the personification of how to win friends and influence people. She was just always kind of just so lovable. Even when she was saying, fuck you, you know, she was doing it through this little Craig. She had big tits, but that's what did it. <laughs> she definitely. Yeah. When are, I've been the whole time I'm waiting for him to mention them titties. <laughs> yeah, He's like, right. She had such great lyrics. She was amazing. Oh, of course, yeah. 
Dolly's fucking amazing. <laughs> the and, old uh, blonde with the fake cans. <laughs> Are they fake? It <laughs> devolved. It devolved. Oh, it is Miley's man. godmother. It is Miley's godmother for sure. Great. Uh, it was awesome. So I watched that. And then last night, uh, I, listen, I'm trying to get into the Halloween spirit, buddy. And when it's Halloween time, just like Seth is sure to change his profile picture to Glenn Danzig. Yes. Every I'm October trying, for six years now. I'm trying to get me some Elvira in my life. Man. Elvira. Remember that song? Oh, yeah. Uh, Oak Ridge Je- Boys? Yeah. Jenny was like, there's a song about Elvira. And I'm like, there's not. There, I don't think it's about that Elvira. Well, but. she's. it's about an Elvira. Dude, skid a boom. Boom, boom. It's like the weirdest song ever, dude. Jenny loves it. Dude, there's She's no way that's... She's to do Playboy for her 75th birthday. Yeah. I'm I'll I'm not buying my first Playboy I'll ever. I'll buy it just for the sake of having it. Yep. Yeah, that's me. I'm going to read the articles. I, I, read I, I oh, love, First off, die. that's not even a joke. Playboy's articles were awesome. I jerk they off to the articles. They were. They were really I'd awesome. rather see Phil Donahue for his 75th oh, birthday. Oh, buddy. Looked him up. Because I was like, whatever happened? Is yeah. he alive? Whatever happened to Phil Donahue? And he's alive. I was like, because I never 82. heard about him dying. He's 84 years old. Playgirl. Oh, that's not bad. Let's see his old balls in Playgirl. <laughs> Dolly can I do it. Phil too. can do it, too. Dude, so I'm watching Elvira last night. and uh, Elvira. <laughs> Sorry. And, Sorry. And first off, you know, she's like my first crush, for sure. It's some, it's a toss-up between her and, like, Leah Thompson from Howard the Duck. Those are the first two I remember. Perfect. Probably Elvira, though. And I remember, so, like, I remember not seeing Elvira for a long period of my life. God, you I hit saw puberty early. An, saw it as an adult, right? And, no, I was a little wee lad, man. And she was, was your first crush? Yes. We can turn into. any conversation yeah, into dude. who we would bang no from the 80s. Yeah. No bullshit. It that was, was Mikey, your it first was yours? bullshit. You just want to be closer to Craig. Dude, I'm just anyway. I'm I don't here know. For it. I feel like there's other chicks. But like I feel like it was. You want uh, a girl? Maybe your guy's like, age. She was like. She was in I Dream. Yeah, she's hot. Oh, Mary Tyler Moore can get it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I suppose. Elvira's my jam. I've always been anyway. Anyway, so I'm watching it last night, and I remember it kind of being she was popular enough that like. She was prevalent throughout pop culture, right? Yeah. And like watching that movie, and I remember like USA kind of Up see, All Night. I think I that? saw that movie as a kid, right? And I have imprinted on me this gal just working titty tassels <laughs> like a gal has never fucking worked titty tassels before. This is like little me, right? And I'm like, that didn't really happen, you know? And I watched the movie again, like whatever, 23, 24 years old. At the very end of the movie, she does it. I'm like, the Vegas show. She actually did it. Like, it, it, it made this thing that I thought as a kid I made up in my brain. Like, it made it real. And then I was, so I'm watching it last night, and I'm like, because I remember, like, other kids having seen this movie. She was on Pinball Machines. Yeah. Oh, by her mistress of the dark, you know? Like, and I'm watching the movie last night, and I'm like, this movie's pretty risque. Like, you remember the gal that was... Uh, their boobies were out the whole time. You remember, the, you remember the gal that was uh, the the secretary in Ferris Bueller, and then she's also yeah. like the the gal working the rental car yeah. place in planes, trains, and automobiles. She like runs like the morality club in this small town. It's called Falwell, Massachusetts, which I'm sure they were probably just putting their thumb in Jerry Falwell's eye in the '80s. You know, it was this morality club. They're going to chase this witch out of there, and she ends up spiking her her. Uh, um, 
uh, potluck thing, whatever it is, they all eat it, and it's like it's like a tub full of Molly. Like everyone, all these old morality Quakers are like just trying to bang each other in the park. And the, that gal, <laughs> I do Quakers. not remember. Like that gal's always plays kind of like a wholesome character. That's why when she tells uh, yeah. you know Stephen Mar- Steve Martin, Stephen Martin, that, <laughs> that he's fucked, you know, with that, at Lambert Airport. Like it's crazy <laughs> because she's always this wholesome, like oh, yeah. gentle little character. There's this dude laying on the ground in the park, this old man, 80s, okay? And she's, like, going crazy after eating all this food. And she walks up to him. She looks down, and they, they're like, they got a shot of her coming up at her face. And she's like, ooh, I think I found a place to sit. And she just drops it on this old man's <laughs> nose. And I'm like, why is this as a kid? Oh, Jesus. What's going on here? That ought to help you that sleep. That ought to help you sleep. Uh, I don't anyway, know, man. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. I'm, I, she, that gal still looks great. Uh, let's hear your first crushes. We got Johnny Depp from 21 uh, Jump Street. Mine was Deanna from uh, Camp, Camp Anawana. We hold you in our hearts. And oh, when hell I think yeah. about you, it, it makes me short want to fart. Yes, thank you. I, I, thought, donkey his, lips. I thought it was going to be Donkey Lips. It when wasn't. He, when Sponge? he said... I, don't, I was sponge. I, I didn't have, like, my buddies had Nickelodeon. I didn't have cable when I was oh, a kid. Oh, man. And, like, I was what one of colors, a loser. Man. I was a big loser, but, man, I, I, so I didn't, like, I knew Freddie those shows Prince existed. Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr.? He was handsome. Commander Worf. Was that a cartoon or That's something? That's my wife. No, your wife yeah. is not Commander no, Worf. No, her choice is Commander Worf. I know. Worf. Is that the Klingon from yes. Star Trek? Yes. That was her first crush? That makes so much so sense. Much. Yeah. It explains so much, dude. Uh, so what's her name? Sybil Shepherd gave me a boner one time when I was a kid. Or an episode. Like, was it in the shower commercial? No, it was when she was on Moonlighting with Bruce Willis. And I was okay. so young, I was like, Mom, why is uh, when Sybil Shepherd comes on, my wiener gets hard? I said, That, that happened? That happened. <laughs> my mom used to tell the story like every day. I don't know why. We got issues. Christina Ricci was the first, uh, Denison, for me, she was the first one that was like my age that I was like, oh, yeah, she's going to be my wife, dude. Andrew Keegan? I wasn't into him, but I understood why the... Bruce Willis and Moonlighting. Uh, How about uh, Mickey Rourke and Nine and a Half Weeks? What's that? Nobody else? Nine and a Half Weeks? Is that with Hugh Grant? One of the best. Is Hugh Grant in it? Nine and a Half Weeks is one of the best little steamy... Uh, soft core. It's like Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger, maybe. It's a I don't know. I don't know. Nine and a half weeks, dude. For what we had to work with, for what we had to work with uh, growing up, bud, it was it was one you should have had in your rotation. I remember sneaking into my parents' room and getting into my dad's Playboys, and I will always remember seeing the article Twin Peaks. I don't know who she was though. Mine was Jenny McCarthy on Singled Out. That's well, not a bad play, no, Hellbig. Yeah, Mickey Rourke and Kim. My Wilson. thing was I couldn't decide between uh, Ginny McCarthy and Carmen Electra. I went back and forth, but Carmen Electra. I had a Carmen Electra Baywatch, Baywatch poster. Oh, Jenny loved the Karate Kid, and she also loved Billy from Gremlins. Billy from Gremlins, the main character in Gremlins. Oh, what's Karate Kid? What's Dude, I tell you what, Ralph Phoebe something? Cates. Phoebe Cates from Gremlins was one of my Ralph Macchio. Yeah, Phoebe Cates from Gremlins was one of my very first. Billy Peltzer's a, yeah. just a handsome little kid. He kind of grew up to look like David Duchovny. Hey, speaking of Ralph Macchio, bit. have you? Damn, ever he's seen, still good looking. Have you ever seen Jenny? You should look at him now. Wow, 
Steve? Have you ever, or have you ever seen the? Uh, he showed me the scene with the guitar. I've never seen the whole movie. Such a good movie. What's that? Ralph Macchio. Crossroads. Macchio Crossroads? And, uh, Crossroads. Yeah. yeah, I've never Stevie seen the whole Vine. movie. Yeah, I, I kind of blew the whole story for him by showing him the very end of it. It's okay. It's still a great movie. Just it is. Didn't watch. It is. Billy was so nice. The Mojo Hand. I heard he's really playing in that movie. Ralph. No, he's not. No, it's Ry Cooter. It, yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. somebody then just gave me yeah. some bullshit. Yeah, random trivia. Ry Cooter and Stevie Vai. I will say somebody mentioned Johnny Depp earlier, and uh, I've learned a little fun fact about him like two days ago. He went to audition for, um, uh, not Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street yeah, on like a whim. And Wes Craven's like, I'm not going to pick him. He looks sickly. He's like skinny. <laughs> and his 13-year-old daughter, it was like, bring your daughter to work day. So Wes Craven's 13-year-old daughter was there and was like, oh, pick him, dad. He's hot. So that's why he really? got the part. Yeah. Huh. And it all started uh, from there. Huh. Okay, that brings up an interesting question. That uh, also, no, actually, you know, I actually read that. About, uh, I asked Steve uh, during the morning show, like, you know, what sitcom couple would you cuck? Who would you bull? You know, things like that. Uh, what? Who would you? Well, well, I guess we can stick with the. I was going to say what celebrity, but let's let's. Yeah, we'll say that. What celebrity would you like to just go on like a weekend bender with? Like, <laughs> there was like, there's no, uh, you know, like you're not going to get hurt. Uh, this isn't going to reflect like like in an isolated incident that wouldn't affect your life that you have right now. Who you going on a on a on a weekend bender with? Anyone? Anybody? Oh man! Would this be my ultimate crush? Well, that's up to you what you want to do on a bender. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I think he'd probably go with a gal. Oh, that's not a bad play. It's not where I was thinking, but yeah, like Isla Fisher or something. She's married to Sasha Baron Cohen. She's, she's married funny. to Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, the chick from Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's cute. Super I didn't pretty. know that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not probably what, that's, how you go with. No way. I'm talking like I'm trying. I'm going like. I think of the picture of Hunter S. Thompson, Johnny Depp, and John Cusack like cruising down the boulevard. And sure, no one's that cool now. Oh, I think there's some out there. Who? Steven Spielberg. No. George know, Lucas. Yeah, McConaughey would be a good time. No, he wouldn't. McConaughey, Sandler, all those guys are too old now. They are not going to go on a oh, weekend oh, bender with you. I, I, oh, no, no, no. Like, okay, I guess, yeah, you can't really turn back time because then you're – Because then you're going Chris Farley. It's very simple. If you're letting me pick anybody from that's any good, part of time, answer. it's Chris Farley. No it's, doubt. There's no – him or Belushi. Yeah. Those are the two guys I'm partying. <laughs> like, that's that's it. That's, that's it. a great – okay. That's Yeah, that's what we're – okay, we could do it throughout time. Chris Farley is a great choice. That Him or Jesus. I'll fucking go hard with Jesus. Oh, dude. I, I mean, I could see I'm going on a bender with the Dalai Damn right. Lama. He, oh, for sure. Well, Jesus right. is just like, All boom, things considered, wine, because boom, the same wine. rules that apply to you in your life now, they apply to the other person, too. So the Dalai Lama's like, weekend off to get fucking freaky? With Craig? <laughs> with Craig Kohler? <laughs> oh, man. Let's do it. I'm, all my vows are suspended for a couple of days. I'm going to spend those with Craig. Yeah. We're going to get fucking wrecked, bud. If you need me, I'll be with Craig. He puts on the hat with the two fucking And, he, and then, like, he, like, he's like, <laughs> we, he, like, they've been holding out this whole time. Like, they have, like, the fucking drug. And they just keep it on display. They yeah. have to look at it. They can't enjoy it ever. And, like, he's like, oh. Frozen in time. He's going to go ahead and pull that thing. Ends up being the greatest experience ever. And I'm like, you guys, he's like, yeah, that's what keeps us. I'm, I'm rambling. Anyway, <laughs> I've got a whole thing. I like that out. idea. I, I've got a whole thing playing out in my head. No, that's what I was thinking. Like a bender with Johnny Depp would be a blast. I think it would be a blast. Uh, do you think? Yeah. 
I don't Maybe know. not now. Maybe not today. But I think, you know, Viper early Room. Aughts, early aughts. Viper be Room. Pretty fun. Uh, Brad Pitt would have been a good time. Brad Pitt seems like a good time. Johnny Depp seems like he'd make fun of you in front of his friends. No, I don't get that vibe at all. I think younger I think, Johnny Depp, for show. I think he's trying to play guitar, flex his freaking jawbone, and let everybody know. Charlie Sheen. That's why I hate him. Well, guys, uh, that's we did it. it. We, we did, did it. it. We did it again. Uh, Nobody said Charlie Sheen. You wouldn't do it. Oh, no way. He's all It'd be just much. fun to get him fucked up He's and watch. Bit much. <laughs> you know rather, who I think would be I'd really rather have rad? Emilio Estevez. You know who would be really rad Back just to hang day. out with, if it, even if it's just for like afternoon? Fucking uh, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, that's not After bad. After watching player. him on Rogan, I was he, like, dude, I'd love to his podcast. Kick is not cat. bad. It's a he has a podcast. Well, everybody's got a fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah. He's had one for quite a while. It's a pretty good one. Rabbit ears, I think, is what it's called. Hmm. Um, I listened to it for a while. Uh, he's he's a pretty interesting cat. Elise wants a little piece of Tommy Lee. A little. He piece. doesn't have a little piece to give you. If I don't know if you saw the video. If we're not clapping <laughs> yeah, cheeks, bunny ears podcast. If we're not clapping cheeks, what does that mean? Clapping cheeks. Brad Pitt was a, a nerd. nerd. Hollywood made him the sex symbol. Yeah, I know. Whatever, I went to Ross. The same school as him, Ross. Turns out. I know a little bit more about Brad Pitt. Okay, <laughs> suck but, that one, Ross. Right at the right, end of the we, show, we shared a health teacher. Okay, uh, we've walked. We walked the same halls. You're not going to tell me anything about Brad Pitt. Ross is right? so dumb. He sounds so dumb. My kid went to school right with now. his nephew. Like, what do you know about Brad Pitt? You want to? You want to get into a Brad Pitt off, bud? Because I don't think you do, pal. You, you want to get into a pitting contest? You want? Yeah. Well, pit you, pal. All right, Popo. Yeah, and it, please, God, put us out of our misery. What are we? What is it? Kind pen. Kind pen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All of our sponsors. We have a lot of, lot of, lot of cool stuff happening. And James Alexander Hilbig hit the mother flipping jackpot. He pretty much cashed a Powerball ticket the other day when Steve gave away our gave away the farm. What was your idea? You started at a week. I thought a week was fucking. Yeah, you're right. And I went to a year. <laughs> yeah, like there's no way that's your 52 next of Give 52 weeks, man. Sorry. Uh, I'm so excited to work with him, though, because of how I uh, hope how thoughtless. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be like, all right, here's what I want you to go. <laughs> I'm trying to reach all of the people in the hills and the bunkers. I'm trying to sell pipe bombs. I'm like, no, no, James, I can't I can't advertise pipe bombs. He's like, where, how do you, he's how like, about homemade claymores? Yeah, he's like, I'm trying to teach kids how to build homemade bombs. <laughs> No, we're damn, definitely we on can. a fucking list now. Hey, uh, no, really, we have awesome sponsors. Jason from Sweet Leaf being the first sponsor for the Aiden's Alliance yep. fundraiser. He's there. He's on board. We, we got to to bring it up again. I'll bring it up forever because it was one of the most life changing days of my life. Being with him at the cemetery and oh, us yeah, being oh, in man. and embracing him, saying we get it. Yep, let's now go. You guys get it. Yeah, you get it. Let's. This go. is what we're doing. And I'm like, yep, I get it. I get it. I thought I got it. I know. I had a pretty good idea. I know. But it, that, that drove it home. Dennison Collard, watching uh, the Aiden's Alliance fundra- fundraiser the other night, said, what can I donate? Puts together Boom. a package, gives them some stuff just so that they have. There's, there's no shortage of opportunities to help out organizations like Ashes, like Aiden's Alliance. And there are a ton of great companies that are making, making it a little bit easier to do that, giving them something to give away just for – for donations and things like that, like get engaged because 
that's why I love the sponsors that we have is that they're like, we see what you, what's important to you guys. We see the currency that you're valuing above all else when you're sitting there with your families at the lake trying to make sense of it all. And, and you have a couple of humbling hmm. moments. We're like, oh, this is the paycheck. This is the thing. This is the thing that we're doing. This is how I make me. This is going to be my legacy. Feels good. It feels real good. And for them, for for me to finally realize like the true currency in all of this, and our sponsors actively yep. pouring not just money but their souls They're into there the same us. thing. Uh, I'm super excited to work with anybody that was on board with this. So James, welcome aboard, bud. I can't wait to do some stuff with you. Uh, the last donation of the Aiden's Alliance fundraiser 420. was 420 bucks. It put us at $10,002. We clipped down a little like uh, best of thing. We'll uh, we'll throw it up tomorrow probably, I think. Um, I put it in there? I don't think so. Uh, it's okay. We'll put it there tomorrow. Um, we'll show you guys that tomorrow. In the meantime, uh, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, I think it was uh, get better, get open, and make the world a little brighter. I think it was. Yeah, it was. Get better, get open, make the world a little brighter. It was actually cowabunga.